I think it's only about this uh this podcast where it's like I think it's a porn star, but uh um it's like him and his girlfriend and then they have another girl on the podcast. Okay. And so they do like an hour or two hour podcast and then like turn it off and they go fuck. After the podcast <laughs> yeah. 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 That's like the whole MO. I was like, holy shit. Well that's, that's a whole new that's like a millennium millennial twist on just regular porn, man. Yeah. I mean, because I was like, no, no. it's hey, we'll, let's get to know each other first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but you, but you also know, like, you're, you're going to that podcast. <laughs> like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out my uh, favorite porn star's deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. The likes and dislikes and before, before we actually get down and dirty. Yeah. Last time I showed that, but I kind of like the idea of, like, Russell coming yeah, in. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah, makes sense. It's all good. Um... Yeah, dude. What are these? Oh, they're actually. I mean, I don't know if they're just generic brands for the gas station, but Albanese, they're good. Gummies, bro. I like gummies. Just regular gummy bears, not like THC gummies. Bro. I can't do that shit, bro. So I can't do that shit, man. You can't do THC gummies. No, but you don't really smoke a lot of weed, though. I don't. I don't. That that's uh. Do I smoke some weed? No, <laughs> that, that freaks me out, man. I, I get paranoid. Dude, that'd be really funny. We like smoked a bunch of weed, and then we were just like both sitting here. The thing, the thing about it, the thing about it is this: um, it's uh, the fact that sometimes, like, the whole cost of the time goes out the window. Yeah, and I've had it to where like I I'll get high, and I feel like it's been hours. Yeah, and it's only been like five minutes, and that realization freaks me out. Yeah. So that's the only thing. That's what like I get anxiety. I'm like, oh no, screw this, dude. I don't know if you'd like mushrooms then. <laughs> I mean, I've had a little bit of mushrooms and but never really took effect. Yeah, I mean, I it's if they do that, I can like really fuck with you. I did some the other day. I, I think it's just like the whole environment in general. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like the first time I started like smoking weed and, and shit, I was like fourteen, yeah. fifteen, and just because it was like obviously taboo and you know it's. Looked on as like a really bad gateway drug and this and that. And nowadays, it's like it's whatever you know. It's gonna be legalized within like two three years. Yeah. You know, the next administration is probably gonna legalize it. Anyways, so back then it was more like oh shit. So it felt like again when I would first smoke it, I felt really bad because yeah. it was like oh man, like I'm going against like my parents' wishes and you know my morals and this and that. And the first time I smoked it, like I was very off by it because the whole environment wasn't right yeah, yeah. i just like felt off and then the second time i smoked it was actually the funniest shit ever bro <laughs> i was a senior in high school so yeah. it was finals week it was finals day right so uh back in the day they would have four classes having four finals in one day and three classes having finals the next day yeah so one day you had a full day of, of school the next day you had half mm-hmm. So the first day, yeah, two classes have the finals. You have like an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minute lunch. And then you go back and you do another two classes. Right, right. So in that hour, hour, 45 minute lunch, me and some of the guys, we decided to go to McDonald's 
in Twin. Yeah. It was back in the day when they had the bucket of fries. They had a huge yeah, bucket of fries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyways, it was me. It was like six of us dudes, right? We all jam into this uh, little Cadillac, like, lowrider with, like, <laughs> the lowrider uh, freaking rims and stuff. And we go to the, the skate park, right? And one of the guys had weed. And like, ah, screw it. So again, wrong decisions, bro. We're deciding to smoke weed on finals. Yeah. So we say freaking screw it, man. We're smoking weed. Let me get the munchies. We go to uh, McDonald's. We get the bucket of fries, right? And we get like a bunch of cheeseburgers because it's all we can afford in like waters, right? And we're that's when it hits us. And I remember it hit me, and I'm like, "Oh crap, I'm high." And then across from me is one of my other friends, and I'm not naming names, but across the street, across from me is my buddy, uh, and then next to me is my other buddy, right? Yeah. And then this guy opens up his cheeseburger, mm. and he opens it up, and he's just staring at it, and he's like, all confused, looking at it, and this guy over here is looking at him, he's busting out laughing, he's kind of like <laughs> trying to hold it in, but he's choking his laugh, and he's laughing. I'm like, dude. I'm telling this guy, dude, calm down, like, be quiet, like, they're gonna know we're high. And, like, what? and then I'm telling this guy, what's wrong? And he's like, they made it wrong. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, my cheeseburger, they made it wrong. What's wrong with it? He's like, it's upside down. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm gonna take it back. I'm like, no, man, just flip it. <laughs> so that's all Dude, I No, it gets even crazier, man. So then we ate and everything, and we head back to school, right? And I'm like, hi, bro. And I'm putting in eye drops and I'm like seeing like the eye drop leave the little bottle and it's coming to my end. It stops in midair. And I'm like freaking out like, whoa, guys, are you guys seeing this? This is so cool. And then I like looked over and it's just hanging from the side. So I never really dropped. Oh, it never dropped. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm high. So I go to my next class, right? And I'm in my class. I go in and it's my uh, chemistry, chemistry freaking final. And... Mm -hmm. They're like, it's an open book test, oh, right? Sure. So I have my book and I'm reading the first question, right? And it says, I can't remember what it says. So I see what the topic is. So I open my book, I flip through the pages to get mm -hmm. to that section. And then I forget what the question was. So I close the book and I read the question again. And then I open the book, I start flipping the pages again. I start flipping the pages. And then I forget the question. So I close the book. I read the question again. And I'm like, okay, remember. Remember the fucking question. And then I open the book. And I forget. And I, and I did this for like, I swear, like the first 30 minutes of class. Yeah, yeah. Until I finally realized, bro, just don't close the book. Right. Just keep going. I'll bring the freaking paper right here, bro. After that, I finally got it together. It was starting to wear off. I actually got like an 87 oh, on the final. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not bad. I cannot imagine <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, I didn't do any substances in mm -hmm. high school, college, whatever. Yeah, I I can barely even handle social settings. And stuff. <laughs> like it's really, you know, like I like smoking, but like almost always at home. Yeah, like just chilling with somebody watching TV or something. But going out, trying to like converse and stuff, and right, like, right. you just get so in your head. So see, I think I think the thing with weed that kind of like threw it off for me at the beginning when I started smoking it, it was more like. Uh, I hung out with like the rougher crowd of kids. Yeah. They were more like the uh, kids that were getting out of juvie, the kids that were like the gangbangers. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it was. So we go out and we get high and start looking for trouble, you know? And that's why I kind of like associated that with that. So nowadays people like just do it just for recreational fun. Right. You know? right. So to me, 
it kind of feels like that gray area that I'm like, oh, is it still the same or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, now that I'm older, when I have done it again, it just still, the whole anxiety with time freaks me out. However, um, I did mess up my knee once and uh, I took the one that doesn't mess with your head. It's more like a body hang. Okay. Really helped. Yeah. Really helped my knee, man. It was awesome. I just got this. Uh, it's, well, I've been using CBD oil, um, yeah. like a topical, like if you get an injury and that somewhat helps, I think. Yeah. And then this chick's like, well, I'll give you THC cream. And it's like way better. So she gave it to me. So what does that do? Like numb the pain or what? Um, it's supposed to just, I, I don't know exactly like, but the CBD oil is supposed to help your body heal itself faster. Really? But I guess THC does as well. And so like the topical stuff really goes into that area. So like I pulled my uh, hip flexor like two weeks ago. Really? So I'm just like putting it on there. But the shitty thing is, is I don't even think I've told anyone this yet. But so... So the hip flexor is like right up into like groin area, but like right. top of the quad. And it's like, it was sore from here the whole way down. Yeah. Well, so I'm like rubbing this THC oil, like on my skin, mm -hmm. like all around here. Yeah. Well, then I put my like pants on. And so like the CBD oil hits my balls. <laughs> so then my balls get all tingling. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, I don't know how to feel right now. Yeah. So it makes, cause it makes, it's called like uh, oh, ice something. So oh, it's like the icy hot shit. Yeah. It's kind of like icy hot. So my balls are getting all <laughs> I was like, is this good for them? Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously like, I guess I'm not worried about sperm counting. Yeah. <laughs> but, that was crazy, man. Yeah, I noticed that even this morning, I like put it on. I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm, but I can't not put it there. To talk about that, I actually just pulled my groin too. The other day, we went to go play softball. We're at practice, man. Really? I freaking, I, that's when I was like, dude, I need to stretch and I get back in shape. Mm -hmm. I need to actually be serious now that I'm older. Because back in the day, I used to just get up and go, you just go do whatever. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh crap, like I really need to stretch. I really need to do this because I put my groin. I never did that in my life. I just heard it and I was like, oh bro, I can barely even walk. Yeah. I was like, I mean, it's also that? like you think about how infrequent we do activity exactly, or whatever. Exactly. It's like, you know, oh, shit. like going out there, if you're doing it consistently, working out or doing exercise or whatever, and then stretching doing shit right, you'll yeah. be fine. But obviously I hadn't in a while. And yeah. Like, like an idiot thinking I can still do shit. Yeah. That dude, that was that was me we had the skateball league. And oh, yeah, I just like start kicking. I'm just like, oh yeah, this is great. And I like kick. I mean, we didn't even start playing the game yet. Like I was just like practicing. Didn't warm up at all and just like <laughs> slam and I was like, oh fuck. So you did pretty and, much the same Yeah, thing. and I was just like <laughs> hobbling around. I was like, oh, that's not good. Okay, and now I don't feel too bad then. Because you and had to And as crazy as that, Georgie and uh Hobby, they're in really good shape. Mm -hmm. But they were even like Running out of breath, and I was like, "Okay, I don't feel that bad." Yeah. These guys are in shape; they go to the gym and all that shit. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely levels of shape. Like, because mm -hmm. I, um, I remember when I was like, well, a year and a half ago, I started playing basketball again, and I felt like, man, I've been doing cardio, I've been running, you know, I'm in decent shape. But like then, right. when I would play a basketball game, I was just like, so it's different, huh? huffing and puffing. But I mean, it's you have to be on like another level of like really like shape i guess but right, right versus just you know doing 20 minutes of cardio on a, mm -hmm. on an elliptical or something which is what i do i'm like oh yeah i get my heart rate you're just doing the same old thing right yeah but, but this is one there up and down mm -hmm. yeah, yeah there's, more muscles involved there's definitely levels of it yeah. but um yeah actually david and i played basketball it was like two weeks ago 
and I played two different days, and I was definitely super out of shape. <laughs> but I was like noticing like there's there's some really like older guys playing that are still just hanging. Yeah, and it's like they might not look like they're in shape, but they still have like cardio. Right, they like, have that energy. Point. Yeah, I think it's just just the energy to keep yeah. going. Yeah, and I mean if you if you do it every day, you definitely yeah. get like a lot more used to it. It'd be nice to get back to that. Oh yeah, man. I definitely I've been looking into doing more uh, cross training and calisthenics. Yeah, yeah. Because I bulk up really quick. Mm-hmm. I don't have to really lift that much, but I get cut really quick, really fast. And I don't like it because I'm a shorter dude, and I don't want to be like bulky because right, right. it makes me look even shorter. <laughs> so I like to have I like to be lean and cut. Yeah. yeah. So to do that is more cardio and cross training, calisthenics stuff like sure. that. But that's hard. Yeah, it's really hard, man. Dude, that yeah, and I don't like cardio. I mean, I like I like playing sports, mm-hmm. so it's like I mean, I, I played soccer all the time growing up, so that really helped. And then also, um, swimming. Even in that soccer league, I can't anymore, man. I had the bad knee. Uh, I had surgery on that knee. Now I can't can't really do it. That's the only reason why I joined that softball because it's not a lot of running or cardio and stuff like that. Yeah, but with soccer, you got to stop and move, and it's yeah. You can play foosball. That's almost like <laughs> right. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. You want a shot, team? Let's do it. <clears throat> this uh, podcast is sponsored by Coralejo. Coralejo. Kila. And I, I thought that that was Albanese. I was joking with Emma for our podcast, and I was just like, "I'll know I've made it when certain booze brands." Like sponsor it, and just send me free booze. Yeah, I'm like fuck yeah, that's it's a, crazy. Like that's a good level of uh, just like a point to be yeah. when somebody is just yeah. like, oh yeah, you like if you drink this on your podcast, mm-hmm. we'll send you free booze. I'm like fuck yeah. It's crazy because um on uh, back when I was living in Napa, right, we would on Sundays uh, to recover from the hangovers, we go to this place called El Guero. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, El Guero Tacos y Mariscos? Uh, it's a, a, a sorry, El Guero's Pollos y Mariscos. It's a, a seafood joint and chicken joint. It's it's dope. Yeah, really really good food. And we'd go there and we eat, and the food is bomb. It's fire, bro. But uh, I remember one time we were there, and I ordered a beer, Estrella, mm. the Mexican beer, Estrella. Okay. I ordered that, and I had my plate of food, and then like a shot or something. And I took a picture of it, and I was like, oh, this is how you do Sundays. And I, you know, had everything hashtag they said and i hashtag estrella and they replied back like yeah "Yeah, thanks for you know and this is a big company it's like modelo like a huge company i was like yo that's dope like their official page yeah yeah. liked it and then reposted it on their thing i was like (laughs) that's something too like when you like if you're trying to build like instagram and shit like that 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 people do all the time it's like every fucking photo that you have like your you're DJing, for example. It's like right. you're, you're tagging the people who make your equipment. You're right, tagging, right, right. So that way, hopefully, one of them shares something sometime, and then you get you know a little exposure here. Cheers, my dude. Salud. Dude, so how long? Like, I don't even know how long we're discussing. Guess how long I've been thinking about doing this podcast. Oh, man, I know you've been trying to do this for a minute, bro. I mean, I don't know if I was one of the first people you told, but yeah. I, sh- I think I was probably within that circle of the yeah. people you did tell. So it's at least two years. That was insane. It's been because uh, yeah. I was trying to think about it. So it wasn't last summer, but the summer before, um, when I was still seeing Natty, 
because I like that was when I was like first thinking about it, right? Right, right. And was just like, oh, I gotta start doing this thing. And it's crazy. So I've I've thought so much about like why certain things get procrastinated and some of the things that I've really wanted and really enjoyed in life have, have waited for so long to finally do. Why do you think that is so? Is it just because it's not the right time or is it well, I think that a lot of I, I think humans do it in general. Uh-huh. Um, I think some people are worse and some people are better. I, I've like so I've noticed it about multiple things. For example, mm-hmm. photography. Mm-hmm. Um Probably the first time I thought to myself, I should like get a camera at some point and yeah. like look into this was when I was in Iceland with Maggie. So it was like, what? Oh, you did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just shooting yeah. with my phone, but I was like, I think I could be good at this. Yeah. One of these days I'll get. So that was like the plan, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't enough for me to like just dive all in. Right? And it took me years later till finally I like bought a camera. And then it took me a while to like get into it. And there's, there's other things that that happens for. Um, like, if, say you want to, like, do it, like, even if it's just, like, a sporting activity, like, oh, I really want to get into tennis or mm. whatever. It's, like, even golf. Like, I want to get into golf. I've been telling myself that for a year. But no, I agree. do it. I, I agree with that. Everybody, and I have a lot yeah. of this, and I'm obviously one of them saying, oh, I'd like to do this, or I want to do that. It'd be cool if I did this. Right. Or if even that, not just doing stuff, it'd be cool to be yeah. cool there. Like one of these days, cool to do, like, that. do that, right? Yeah. And obviously, you can't do everything that you think yeah. about, right? Like, you, you have... Like, I couldn't do every activity I want right. to do because I wouldn't have enough time. Right. But you have to do a few of them. And, like, you have to just jump on some. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was mm-hmm. thinking to myself, like, if I could get better at when I really think about something mm-hmm. I want to do, cutting that time down from, like, right. two years or three years, even, right. like, three months. Be like, within the next three months, I'm doing this thing. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, once you start doing it, you... Re- like, I almost always feel I should have done this sooner. Right, right. Like, with photography, like, I was like, dude, if I would have picked this up when I was 21, I would be a professional. Yeah, right now, like, yeah. I, if I would have done this podcast when I was 21, exactly. that would be a professional. And I feel the same way, yeah. too, with a lot of things. I mean, I don't know. I, I, like, you're saying, yeah, it's it's honestly human nature. I don't know even what, what the reason behind it would be, but it's human nature because we all say that. We all well, say, I, I should do that, or I could do this, or I should go there. Or I wish I did this. And yeah. You look back in retrospect, you're like, shit, I should have done that back then. Mm-hmm. You know, but you never do, you know? I think it's the same as for like yeah. moving too. You know, yeah. like a lot of people are like, oh, I wish I could live in Hawaii someday. I'm like, do it. You know, especially, yeah. obviously, if certain people have a family. I get that that's a yeah. lot harder. But especially if you're single and you don't have any. Well, like right stuff. now, with, with everything, mm-hmm. you know, with the whole thing with the DJ thing, that's why I was like, I'm trying to maybe find another job that can help me work remote. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be in this city, in the right. state. Because right now what I'm paying for rent is very reasonable. Right. I can keep paying that with the money I make and also go to cities that I have friends with, stay with them, mm-hmm. you know, and then pursue that music stuff. Yeah. And then just, but at least I'm there, you yeah. know? So I was talking to Cameron because he's in Vegas. Yeah. And I was telling him, like, mm-hmm. I, I was telling him, he's like, bro, like, come to Vegas. He's like, you can be my roommate. You know? Yeah. And if it's not him, I have... Uh, I know this girl and two other dudes that live out there that are yeah. happening there. And then if not, I have a bunch of family in California mm-hmm. and then friends in Texas, mm-hmm. a friend in Miami, but they were all happy. Not even that, if I was just to go back to Mexico and just DJ out there, man, yeah. with that concept, having the Americanized music, bringing her over there, because there's a difference, you know? For sure. And, and it, would, it would be amazing, but I could still work remote. Yeah. But again, I, so now I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta, I gotta do something. Yeah. I have to. 
Some of the things I think is it's definitely like more of a risk than other things. Right. Like, like moving is a higher risk. Like yeah. it's like it's very scary to move mm-hmm. to another city. And I mean, I think about multiple times when I travel, I'm like, oh, do I want to live at this city? Yeah. And I was like, maybe I do, maybe I don't. And like potentially if I moved there, I would love it. Potentially I wouldn't. And you never know. So, so gamble, right? So that's so you met me the first year I moved out to Boston. Yeah. Back in 2013. Yeah. That's how far our friendship goes. But now man, when I moved from from Twin Falls, I mean, I'll be honest with you, the the thing that finally because when I was in Twin Falls, uh and you know, I was single and stuff, we would always come to Boise every mm-hmm. single weekend. Friday after work, we'd be ready, me and my buddies would drive up to Boise, uh, hang out Friday night, all day Saturday, yeah. and then half of Sunday drive back Sunday, right, right. and then go back to work Monday. And we did that for like about a year. Yeah. You know? And then after my buddy got locked up and he got taken away, I kind of realized like, yo, I, I got to just do something different. You know? Because mm-hmm. that was my uh, my partner in crime. He, he was a good buddy of mine. And he's in Mexico now. But um, I was like, I, I, like, what am I doing here? Like, all my other friends are getting married, having kids. Right, right. You know, which there's nothing wrong with that. I just wasn't, I didn't have anybody that I wanted to do that with. And even if I did, I don't think mentally i would have been ready to start a family because you know i wasn't yeah. sure and I, I think you know even now I, I mean nobody's ever gonna be ready for that lifestyle but the thing is if you find somebody to actually say hey i want to settle down that's when it should be yeah. i wasn't mature enough yet but anyways i knew that i didn't want to settle down i yeah. wanted to make it be natural find the right one and do it right. but i was like i don't want to be here in twin falls anymore i want to move yeah and so i was like i'm gonna go to boise that's i'm always there you know and so I did. I moved up here, but at the first probably like three months, I didn't like it. Yeah, I hated it. I wanted to move back because I didn't really know anybody. Dude, that's and a then, big thing. And then my roommates that I was with, I didn't know them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know them from Adam. I mean, I moved into that house because my other buddy, that's one of my best friends, Alan, he graduated BSU and yeah. he was moving back to to Oregon. And he's like, "Hey, I know you want to come to Boise. Come to Boise. Move into this house." Take my room, the two guys that live there. I vouch for them. You're gonna get along great with them. He's like, and I told them that I vouch for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. So if it wasn't for him, I probably would have never come to Boise. Right. That was the last thing that made me like, all right, cool. I said, cool. give me the room. At that point, I am gonna find a job in Boise. Yeah. So I did, and I came up, and I interviewed one day for three positions with the bank, and then the next day, or no, that same day, one of them called me and gave me the position. Yeah. All right, I'm moving up to Boise, but I came and. The guys were always busy. I think Mario was on vacation for like half the time for the first three months. Right. I really didn't see him. And Tony was always doing his thing. He was very, he's a very quiet dude. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know if we really vibe. So I wasn't really liking yeah, it. Was quiet. And then I went one, one night out uh, to uh, Suds mm-hmm. on Broadway. And then that's when I went and ran into Ryan. Okay. And I worked with Ryan at Chili's and he was a cook and I was a server. And I was telling him, he's like, oh, dude, you're out here? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm out here. And I was like, I told him, but I think I'm going to move back, man. I'm not really clicking. I don't know. He's like, no, no, no. Just, just, because I told him, I work all the time and I work. I'm the youngest person. Everybody at work, they're married and they're not in my age group. And I'm like, I think I'm going to go back. He's like, nope. Come, come work at PF Chang's, man. Come work at PF Chang's. There's a lot more people our age. He's like, you know, you've been, you worked at restaurants. You make up, make a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll get you in. So, all right, cool. Yeah. So then that next weekend, I went. And I talked to the blonde. Uh, Lissa? Lissa, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And right away, I told oh, hey. Sounded, is she still down in Vegas with Cameron? I have no Because they kidding. were working together. Really? Yeah, I don't know, man. Ugh. But she's like, yep, you're hired. And I hadn't really told her, like, my back was like, no. I talked to Ryan, you good? And I was like, right, cool. Yeah. So then that's when I started working. That's when I ran into you, man. And yeah. yeah, the rest is history. And then I started getting into my group again. And I started Dude, that is... I don't regret it at all. Yeah. It's so, like, it, it's so hard to go to a new city, especially if you don't know somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, you have good friends. You, like... I mean, I, I knew people, but they were, like, always doing their thing. Right, right. And it was just, I felt kind of like, well, you guys aren't here. Yeah. You guys want to kick it? I'm yeah. Just, I felt like I was begging people to hang out. Yeah. So I was like, eh. I, I needed to make my own circle of friends. And eventually I did. Now yeah. I have a lot of good friends. I have brothers and sisters out here. Yeah. That I would have never have met. Dude, same. And I, uh, that's one thing that terrifies me about moving to a new city. But I know that I can do it a lot better than I Yes. Did. Exactly. Like, when I moved to San Diego, I felt the same. Mm-hmm. I was like, just like alone. Yeah. Uh, like had roommates, but wasn't hanging out. Yeah. It took me like months to right. finally find my circle. Yeah. And then Boise, I had luckily had a couple people and I had the band and stuff. Yeah. So we like a little better. But I know like if I were to move to a new city now, I would dive into a restaurant for sure. Yeah. Like just get a somewhat of a community. Right. I think they're having fun that are connected yeah. a little bit. I think if Even I was, if it's just a little bit of time. I think if I was to go to a new city, um, and again, hopefully if I do, and I'm working remote, I'd actually go to somewhere and then work kind of like what you did the other day. You know, you were working at a big business and hot, yeah, yeah. but just chilling. You're meeting people. You have to force yourself. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Something like that being out there and just meeting people. And then, yeah, you just find people that you group with people that you vibe with. Yeah. You go from there. Yeah, I have, like, I, there's people that, like, move to another city, but then they work at home, and then they're just, like, isolated, yeah. and then they find themselves, like, I don't like it. Exactly. And yeah, I think I think, I think a lot of it also has to do with, A, if you're an introvert, an extrovert, obviously. Sure. B, maybe, and I'm, I'm definitely an extrovert, uh, but now I'm past the point where, I mean, when I was younger, I mean, I'm talking about, like, my early 20s, you wouldn't catch me at all going to the movies by myself. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, people are going to think I'm a loser and this and that. <laughs> Now I'm like, dude, screw that. The freaking popcorns are expensive as hell. I ain't buying fucking popcorns for a date. I'm going to buy myself. <laughs> so now I'm like, I don't care for That's shit. Funny. I haven't even been to a movie since I think COVID. We actually, we actually just went the other day, me and, me and Fabian. We went to go watch that new Dumbledore movie, dude. That was dope. Oh, was that? Yeah, it's cool. I really wanted to, like, I used to take, like, some mushrooms and then yeah. go to the movie theater with yeah. uh, some of my exes, but... I, so I was thinking about doing that recently, but I haven't even been to the theater, I don't think, since COVID. Really? Um, Same old thing, man. Yeah, yeah, but it's still, like, fun. No, it, like, it's, it's like, fun. I just have, like, just gone into watching movies at the house yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But. I think everybody has, but this new... I don't know if you're a Marvel fan. Uh, I mean, I've seen some of them, but I love it. So that new Doctor Strange is coming out, and so mm-hmm. can't wait to see that, dude. I was watching... Uh, was, have you ever seen the uh, uh, Between Two Ferns? Sounds familiar. It's like Zach Galifianakis. It's like kind of set up like this. And there's like a, it's like two couches. Oh yeah, well, he, it's like an interview kind yeah, of. Yeah, he always he's a dick. I've never actually knew what it was called, but I've seen the videos no. of it all the time. So the guy who yeah. plays Doctor Strange, uh, he's like it's like a blooper of his. He's just like. He's like, so he's like, do you think that if you didn't have the accent, people would be able to tell you're not a good actor? <laughs> so good. Oh, and they just both that bust out laughing. Was like, yeah. yeah, he just asked the most dickest questions. Yeah. Um, That's awesome as well. 
But, uh... Make it awkward. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just, like, constantly a dick. That's awesome. I should have thought about that with this, just, yeah. to, like, asking, like... Trial run, man, trial run, man, yeah. trial run. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... I think that, like, mo- like, I was thinking about moving to Nashville, like... And it's if you still, go to Nashville, bro, I'd right? love to go to Nashville, man. Just so that, so, there's this thing that happened. Like, they say that, um... For example, like, working out, if you, the pain of being, like, overweight has to be greater than the pain of going to the gym to get yourself to work out. Right. right. And so that's what they say about change. So it's like, if you are so miserable in your current situation and you see a better situation, you're more likely to do that. Right. But if, like, your current situation is like, it's fine, then you're less likely to do the new thing, you know, make the change that you need, Right. Right. And I noticed that about, like, for me moving, because I, like, I actually really like my life here. Yeah. Like, I, like, everything about it, like, for the most part, I really enjoy. Yeah. And every time I move, or I go to, like, a a city somewhere else, I'm like, oh, this would be cool to live here. Yeah. But when I, like, get back into my life here, I'm like, dude, it sounds like so much work to do that. Right. And it's a gamble. And I'm like, I actually really like it here. Yeah. So, it's, so I don't ever know. I mean, I'm sure I'll move at some point, but I don't yeah. know exactly what. I, I agree. I agree with that because it, with everything in life, it's like a scale. You know, obviously, let's just say, for example, a relationship, right? Yeah. You say you really love this girl and, and you're in a relationship and it feels really good. But after a while, like all the fighting, all the arguing, whatever, is going to make it to where like, okay, leaving her is going to be better or right. moving on. Then you're going to do it, right? Right. But when you have that balance, like here in Boise, yeah. you're like, ah. But I do think, so So, if, let's say, hopefully, if ever, I do actually end up being a successful DJ and go everywhere and stuff, I do nice. plan on traveling. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I do plan on traveling, doing everything, but I do want to come back here because this is home. Yeah. I mean, this is where my family's just mm-hmm. super close. My really close friends, I can come here, you know, have a place, you know, even my buddies are here. Like, hey, just come over, dude. I'm thinking, yeah. you know, come over, you know. Like this is where home is, you know? Yeah. But again, if I was to go out and travel because I'm working or whatever, I can still come back and be at home. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of where I more lean to these days. And I don't even have like no family here, but like all of my closest friends here for yeah. the most are here. Yeah. And then but I'm like, I can still do work in other cities and other countries and right. start like traveling for, for sure you know, like creative pursuits. Right. And maybe even do a month or two months or six months yeah. somewhere, but still keep like this and be like, all right, then I'm back yeah. to Boise, regroup and do something. And else. that's what I that's what I was saying with, with you earlier. I was like, dude, if I can keep my room to, uh, where I'm at now, uh and then still travel mm-hmm. and then obviously be making enough money to pay for that and also wherever I'm gonna be staying. Yeah. But then in the evenings if I'm spinning somewhere that's just extra money oh, yeah. that can pay for everything else. And also getting the experience and uh, my name out there. That's that's just a win, yeah. you know? And do that for like a month, a city, come back for a couple of months and then go out and do it again at a different city, you know? Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. Hopefully that, that I mean, that's that's the plan, at least for right now. I just got to get better at it. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's weird. It's just like, I feel like everything is just skill sets. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, obviously... There's more than skill sets. There's like drive. There's like passions for something. But like if you if you spend ten years working on something, you're gonna be way better than if you spend one year, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's just a matter of putting in the time. And like some people get lucky and they make it a little quicker. So for sure, get, like you know, I'm determined to not 
be focused on like the when yeah uh but just enjoying the process along the way yeah. so because because that's the thing is like there's there you're always going to move the goalposts anyway right like if you become a dj that is like successful enough to have like a tour and you're making full-time money that's not gonna like you still need to push harder you, right you, you have to you're like well then i'm gonna get better and better so yeah. like your goalposts are always going to be moved right. forward that's don't not change rest, don't right? change and have to get moved. so yeah. that means that there's never a point where you've really made it is so then you want to enjoy the process along exactly. the way like exactly. as long as you're enjoying that growth that journey whatever i'll say that yeah growth so for me i was just like yeah it doesn't matter if like it takes me two years or ten years to be mm -hmm. like full-time doing what i want to okay. do as long as i'm enjoying it along the way right and having fun doing and it I, and, I, and, and it's crazy because like what we were saying you know with a little bit earlier i was oh man i wish i would have actually pulled the trigger a long time ago yeah but i didn't you yeah. know and you know i'm working with the cars i was dealt with you know but at the same time i mean i remember when i was i want to say probably this was like back in 1990 something when we first moved out to idaho yeah, yeah. probably like 99 98 or something and my family would have like parties mm -hmm. uh, whether it be somebody's birthday or whatever and obviously my parents and my uncles and their friends would start drinking kind of like obviously we do now yeah you know but i'd be nine ten years old and i'd be in charge of the music so i'd literally be in charge of the music i knew i already knew what kind of songs they liked. Yeah. they knew the songs that were popular i knew what songs were songs that get them to dance yeah. so i would actually like have the and again it was like i'm going through like <laughs> my kid cd yeah. books the cd fucking booklet yeah, yeah. and i'd look for the cds and i'd look for the songs so i'd have them ready and i'd change the songs and, and all right i'd fast forward a certain song yeah and even at that age i was already doing that stuff right. you know and then the older i got technology changed it became the phones ipods everything yeah. computers you know but i never really sat, sat down and, and i did dj like i told you back in the day for like events and stuff um which was okay it was an experience i knew that now that now i, I don't want to do that yeah now I actually want to do my own thing. People, if they want me to spin, it's because I'm going to do it my way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, you're paying for me to do it, not your way. Like, for example, like you, when you edit a picture, like, oh, I need you to change this and that. It's like, okay, well, if you know what you don't want, you do it then. Yeah, yeah. You know, same thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I've been through everything and I enjoyed everything. I've enjoyed all the kudos. I, I've seen stuff. I was like, oh, you know, I, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. But now I'm like, okay. I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable with or confident with what I've done and what I can do. Uh, I'm confident that I myself am uh, able to say I'm going to do it and then do it. Yeah. And even if I don't make it, great. At least I can be comfortable enough and be okay with the fact that I, at least I tried. Yeah. And even then, I'll still come back and I'm still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to spin with wherever we hang out. Yeah. Dude, the crazy thing is like, uh, like you. A lot of people, like some people make it super early, mm -hmm. but they might not have had a lot of the experience that you have. Right. And uh, like, um, we all bring unique skill sets into right. like whatever we're doing. Like, right. yeah, I could have started um, picking up the camera at 21 and maybe I'd be successful, but I wouldn't have learned some of the things that I've learned in my if other it life wasn't, experience, yeah. right? Yeah. So I can take all that life experience right. and then add that into this. And like, this might not even be like, uh, there's this concept where a lot of like guys don't really meet their uh, full potential until their fifties. Yeah. Like 
So all the things I'm learning now and the things that I've developed in my 20s and then everything I do in my 40s might bring me to a culmination of some grant. Like, I might have this crazy idea when I'm 51 Mm -hmm. and I'm like, holy shit. And then I can do all this stuff because everything else now I'm bringing all the, yeah, I'm bringing all, maybe I made a lot of money here. I've learned these skill sets here. I developed these relationships here. And then I bring those all together to create some like bigger thing. Right. Um, and and a lot a big thing to me is like yeah I, I if I look back I'm like oh I wish I would have done this or whatever that yes but to me is um, if I would have done that earlier I wouldn't have gone to the path that I did now right which makes me who I am now and I am happy for the person who I am now and I'm more than happy I'm I'm so grateful that I have the people in my circle I have now. yeah you know because if, if I was just like after the whole thing Twin Falls instead of coming to Boise I went to Vegas and I got super successful. I would have never have met you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this, this, this. That would have really bad. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, we, we, we would have <laughs> never have met. And that would have really sucked, man. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm grateful for my journey. I'm grateful for everything that happens. And everything that's going to happen is going to be great. Yeah. So, you just kind of follow along. Let's do all this. Yeah. We're going to have to take a shot like that. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. I, uh, I've asked a couple of people recently this, where it's just like, even somebody who's 25, mm-hmm. like, do you think where you are now is where you thought you would be when you were like, when you were coming up, like for, when you were 14, yeah. thinking about who you, what your life is going to be, is this what it was? Did you think? <laughs> no one says yes. No. Right. Like we all real, like we all realize later yeah. that life is not anything like yeah. what we thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. And no one warns us of that either. No, like no crazy. one tells you like, whatever you think now it's going to be drastically different. Just like, hold on for the ride. But yeah. that's how it is. It's like, it doesn't turn out the way that you no, think. It doesn't. And that's, but, the, that's, that right there is the beauty mm-hmm. of life. Because if it did turn out the way you wanted it, what was the excitement? Did yeah. you really even live your life? Right. No, yeah. It has to be different. And I mean, it's, it's crazy. So, so when I was, uh, before I went to the bank, I worked at uh, a payday loan place, right? Yeah. And one of the girls that was oh, working with me. You had a contract with the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was working there, right? And I was like 21, man. Yeah. And I was pulling in probably like three grand every two weeks. I'm sure. 21 years yeah. old. And I was young, bro. For back in the day, that's big money. Yeah, for sure. That's six grand a freaking month. You know, and I spent all that shit on parties. Anyways, so, but I remember, like, one of these girls that was working with me, she was, at the time, 20, 28, and her brother was, like, 30 or yeah. 31, and um, she would drive his, his Cadillac Escalade. I'm like, right. oh, shit, that's a dope-ass car. She's like, oh, that's my brother's. Okay, cool. And then sometimes she'd drive a different car. It was a super nice sports car. I can't remember what it was, but she's like, oh, that's my brother. I'm like, what did your brother do? He's like, oh, he, he worked at, like, a dairy, and he made really good money, but he lived with his parents. Yeah. And I was like, how old is he? He said, oh, he's 30. And in my mind, and I remember this very, very vividly, that I was in my mind like, bro, your brother's 30, making a lot of money, living with his parents? Yeah. Like, why isn't he married? Why isn't he, doesn't he have his own house, you know? And that, and that's crazy because that's what I was thinking back in those days. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then now I look at things, I know I have a lot of friends that are in their 30s or close to their 30s that are still living with their parents. Yeah. You know, and they're not married. And I myself am not married. I'm going to be 35 this year. Yeah. So it's just crazy how like that mindset was back in the day. And now it's different. 
Because I'm in that age. Yeah. I'm like, Luckily, I mean, uh, I think culturally it has shifted. Very true. Yep. Yeah. Like when we were younger, things, it yeah. was like almost, it was you had to. That was the plan of society. Yeah. You know, now it's gotten yeah. a, a bit looser. Like the the average marriage age has moved up, and, up. and I, I think it's good. And it makes sense because I'll, okay, so when I left Twin Falls, right, a yeah. majority of my friends were getting married and having kids. You know, I wasn't ready. I moved on and did my thing. I go back to visit. More than half of them are divorced. Yeah. More than half like, of them are divorced. Is that what you wanted? Or? And I'm like, you know, and it, it, it didn't work out. It sucks. You know, I, I never wished anybody bad. But I'm like, I didn't want that. Right. You know, if I was going to get married to me with somebody who's like, hey, I'm going to date you for like five years. Yeah. Before I even consider, right, you yeah. know, getting married, you know. But, yeah. Two weeks on. Fucking life. Cheers, bro. Salute. Salute. I haven't break the seal. Word. Be right back. I'll run a little bit, yeah? Let's do it. So, this break has finished. What you need? Strawberry. Strawberry. So, uh... Yeah, I'll probably do, like, good six... Or eight of these before I start mm-hmm. putting them out, but yeah, um, basically just take like all the cut piss breaks. So, so I remember the whole when the first time you brought this up, I was like, you're telling me like it's not even like anything crazy. We're just sitting down talking about random stuff. Just, just people can relate with random stuff. And the thing is, it's this the life out here, Boise, which is amazing. I love Boise, and I, I told you this is amazing, bro. Like a lot of times we've sat down and had deep conversations that are very meaningful yeah and a lot of times we had we said the dumbest shit oh, <laughs> like, bro, oh. why didn't we record that <laughs> well that's the thing is i feel like both of these uh, one of the things that I'll, I'll have to try to figure out is because there's sometimes you get into a really good conversation yeah at like a bar or maybe like there's no opportunity to do this like in my yeah. house i'm like we should make a mental note we should talk about this subject yeah. next time you come podcast yeah. with me yeah. and then like we can still like bring that thing back up right because there's like some value that happens yeah you know like when you're talking about life or whatever certain people can relate right and then uh, but then there's other things that happen spontaneously too yeah and i just i've loved uh, ever since i wanted to do this i really liked if i wanted it to feel like it's just two friends hanging out yeah, drinking. Which it is. It really is. And, I mean, it, like, like you, you'll get used to, like, fucking lights or whatever. But yeah. when it comes down to it, it's just, like, there's... I have a ton of really good people around me. Yeah. And I wanted to start there. But, I mean, it also is a networking tool. It's just, like, the more you, like, talk sure. to people, the more you get to meet other people. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I'll be out and I'll meet somebody and I'll have a really good conversation right. with them. And I'm like, you should be on my podcast. So, like, uh, you yeah. podcast I like... Like the way I think, but like <laughs> until yeah. this point, yeah, I've been in situations where I'm like, you should be on my podcast. Like, yeah. oh yeah, you have a podcast. I'm like, well, I'm gonna, yeah. but it was always like it's gonna down have, the down yeah. the line, and then I kept you know putting it off. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, and, and it's not just that. I mean, it's it's so for me um, with social media and stuff. I mean, I remember one time I was going through uh, YouTube, right. And I was looking at this certain location in Mexico that I was going to go travel to and visit. And then I saw a video and it was about this girl. She said this visiting Mexico in a yeah. black city, but being black. And I was like, and I just caught my attention. I was like, okay, cool. So I clicked on it. And she was just talking about her experience of visiting Mexico for the first time in that city, but being black. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, shit, I hope she didn't have a bad experience. Right. And no, it was the total opposite. She was like, oh, this is, it was a great country. And everybody was so blown away because in, in their eyes, I was seen more as, as a beauty than, than versus, you know, what I grew up with in the States, you know, right. with slavery and everything. That wasn't the case in Mexico. You yeah. Know? They saw me, everybody was like staring, but not in a way that like, like, oh no, it was like more like, like, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And she had the best experience and everybody was nice to her. And she's like, she would have people like, you know, just reach out like, hey, you're very beautiful all the time. And I thought that was dope. Yeah. And so then I saw more videos of that and I started watching more videos. And then at one point, I remember at one of the other videos, she said she had an Instagram. Mm -hmm. So then I started following her on Instagram and then I would see more pictures because she travels. And obviously you and I like to travel. And yeah, it was cool, man. She would travel and stuff. And I would comment on some of the pictures like, oh, this is so cool. This and that. And then she would reply to me and stuff like that. And then we actually built a friendship. Yeah. yeah, we actually built a friendship. And now, like, I talk to her once in a while and, you know, she's gone through her ups and downs and she's had moments where she's been, like, stepping away from social media because it gets too much right. because people are rude and stuff. But uh, we always talk and she's from D.C. Okay. And I told her one of these days I want to go to D.C. and I told her maybe we can all hang out, you know, right. find me meet and stuff. But no, and that's what I was like, dude, that, that was cool. Like, that was just a friendship yeah. that just became from just a video on social media, right. you know? So I was like, dude, that's awesome, you know, and hopefully like a podcast like this where we're talking about life and we're talking about stuff that maybe somebody can see this and be like, oh, wow, like that really resonates with me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's exactly how I felt or that's exactly the way I thought or, you know, I wish I could do this. And like even even with uh, just pictures or videos, whatever, you can see people's energy, yeah, and yeah. see people's state of mind. You're like, you know what, like I like that. I want to follow that person. I want to, you know, have them in my circle because obviously when they say, Tell me who you are, I'll tell you who your friends are, right, whatever right. the way it goes, tell me who your friends are, I'll tell you who you are. Right. I think that's so true, and I, I follow that to a T, because sure, sure. I've always liked to bring people that have positive energy, and just are always, like, creative, and are just, you know, have good stuff going on, to bring in my life, because that's what I want in my life. Yeah. And I've told people this multiple times, I mean, like, I have all my friends that I talk to and do this and that, and I've told people, like, when I get with Josh, and we sit down and talk, like the creative side of me comes out. Yeah, yeah. Like I say this and I say that and I think about this and I talk about that. And it's that's just the side that comes out when I when I hang out with you. You know, and I like that side of me. It's only you and another buddy of mine that bring that out of me. And I'm like, dude, that's why you guys are one of my close friends. And I I, I love having you guys in my circle, man. Right? Yeah. And I was dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers, <laughs> yeah, uh it's interesting to think about like if you were actually to uh i guess take inventory of your friends and what you like about them. right it's like you actually can like but sometimes we kind of take it for granted yeah but i've i've done that a little bit recently where you know you think about this person you're like you hey, i love that dude so much and why and yeah. then you start to like yeah you, you know you kind of go down your own like in your own head of yeah. like these things are like oh well he does this and i feel this way yeah. and yeah. this and this and it's like, if you were to hang out with a friend and all you could say was, fuck, dude, every time I hang out with them, they complain, or, like, they do this. I'm like, dude, that's a friend you shouldn't have. Yeah, you know, they what fail, I, they, they do this. Right. Like and so I, what I've noticed is, like, dude, all of my friends that I, like, really value, that I spend time mm -hmm. with, are all, like, this, this massive amounts of positives. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They bring me up here. They make yeah. me feel this. And each one's different. You know, yeah, so you right. have, like, exactly. a different energy for yeah. this one and this one. But Exactly. I was talking about one of my friends to somebody the other day, and they were just like, yeah, I don't, 
like, I don't really get, you know, like, I don't know if they have a lot of substance and stuff. And somebody was saying, I was like, what do I like about them? And then, and then I was thinking about like my interactions with them mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, they don't have like the most deep conversations with right. me or the, you know, like philosophy or whatever. But the one thing that like, they are like high on life. Yeah. And they just like they bring such a ho- positive energy. energy. Every time that I'm with them, they're giggling, they're laughing, yeah. they're having fun, and, yeah. and they want to like. And I was like, that is a that is a quality that's right. very endearing. Like, right. yeah. I don't care if you like if you bring deep conversations, right. but all you do is complain. Yeah, that actually is a negative. To right. Me. Exactly. Exactly. Like that's not going to help me if I'm yeah. like just getting dragged down. And yeah. you know, like you have maybe a lot to say, but like all we're doing is you know. I have I have a lot of friends that would be like I mean to me I mean I have friends that you know they never graduated high school yeah. so obviously intellectually school was never for them right. whatever but they're they're very ambitious they're right. very ambitious they're doing this doing that and they have that drive they have that energy so yeah. to me it's like bro like, I want to feed off that so they're yeah. part of my friends and I admire that about them and then have other friends that they might do like quiet like Tony mm-hmm. Tony was always super quiet yeah. But Tony was always there for you. He always had your back. You know, he 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 was a great roommate. You know, yeah. I, there was times that I was down. He was there for me. Same with French man. Like French yeah. is a quiet dude, and they were just really loyal friends. And, you yeah. know, they always had your back. You know, and then uh, it's just everybody brings something different to the table. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody has something different. So yeah, yeah it, it just it's different different friends. But as long as it's all positive, you know, and yeah. it just helps you become a better person in general well that's what i wanted to bring like with this i like the idea of the podcast too is i mean there's definitely other podcasts that do similar stuff i'm like i'm not reinventing the wheel or anything right by any stretch but what i really liked like i feel like in general comparatively to like people who are building really big things or to like your average american like 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 family uh business whatever I am basically a degenerate. And, <laughs> and I think that most of my friends in a lot of ways yeah. are. What, what, why would I, you say that? Though? What, why, do you, well, why would you say that? So, like, I'm still a bartender at 36. Like, that, that as a society, is something that people are like, oh, you know. You so, as a society, for, for being that age, they want you to have, like, a career right. or something like exactly. that. Exactly. So, but so I'll then, answer that. And then, then like, stepping outside of my religious upbringing. Right, like, right. I'm a person who is single, sleeps around, drinks, does like recreational drugs, etc. Right. So like to that kind of crowd, I'm also degenerate. And then when I think about the like the people that I've like kind of studied for like business building, like becoming mm-hmm. like really successful, yeah. I'm also a degenerate. Like like they are like get up at four, um, you know, hit the gym. Do your journal, like, yeah. and I'm not saying any of those things are bad, but like, right. it just had never so dedicated fit my lifestyle <laughs> yeah. or like fit like who yeah. I. Am. And so, what I wanted to bring, like, but I know that there are people that are like me that are successful out there, and I've yeah. seen, like, I've like heard yeah. stories. You know, maybe you heard it on another podcast or I've seen yeah. like whatever. So, I, like, I'm like, dude, this is possible. You don't have to follow like this, this way yeah. to be. And so what I've noticed is like, I have a lot of friends that I think are going to be massively successful yeah. that are on different paths than right. like the standard path. Right. So that's why I wanted to bring like, yeah. like I talk to these people all the time. Like I see that there's other like options yeah. out there. 
And I think it's like to me, this was a cool idea to like not only take these little learning lessons from like people that I value yeah. and also have a really good time and just like yeah. you know laugh and carry on and I, drink and have I told you, you man. I mean, I've thought about that too. I mean, I don't ever say I want to compare myself to other people, but I've compared where I am in life yeah. to other people. Yeah. And where I should be or where I think I should be, you know. But at the end of the day is is I in my family, I want to say that I'm probably the black sheep of my yeah. family. You know, even though I've done everything my parents wanted me to, you know, I graduated high school. I, yeah, I went to college. <laughs> I went to college. Uh, I, I got a good job. I didn't build any addictions. I, I, I'm i 35. I never got tattoos. My, yeah. my dad didn't care, but my mom never wanted me to get tattoos. Uh, my parents always wanted me to buy a house, yeah. have a good job. I did both. Yeah, you know, and I did everything my parents wanted me to, because I wanted to do it for myself to show that I yeah. I didn't want to you know disappoint them, but uh, obviously at the same time I was doing a bunch of other shit. You know, yeah. I was getting in trouble. I was you know uh, sleeping around. You know, recreational stuff as well. And then now that I'm going to be 35, I literally just got back uh, from this last weekend to yeah. Falls, and I was telling my mom like, hey, I've done everything you wanted me to. You know, like, and I told my mom, I remember telling my mom, I don't know if you remember, but. When I was 17, I told you I wanted to get a tattoo, you know, and I still want to get a tattoo. The only reason why I haven't gone to tattoo um, is because I never really knew what I wanted, but I yeah. knew it was going to be permanent. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to just get one. You know, I wanted to, yeah. like, figure out what I wanted. And I told my mom, that just shows you that that's who I am in life. You know, I, I when I know something's going to be honest and for reals, it's going to take me time to actually commit right, to, right. because it'd be fair. And I told my mom, that's why I haven't gotten married. Yeah. That's why I haven't gotten kids yet. I'm like, because to me, that's obviously going to be forever. Yeah. You know, she's like, okay, I respect that. Because she every time I go down there, she's like, when are you going to get married? When do you have kids? My mom was like, yeah. when I was a kid, she was always like, don't have kids out of wedlock. And if you do, you have to take care of them. We're not going to make you get married to the girl, but you got to take care of the kid. Right, right. You know, now <laughs> that I'm older, she's like, I don't care if you're married. Just have kids. I want grandkids. You know? <laughs> And now I'm just like, I don't want to. Are you the only option? Now I was like, I don't want to. What's up? Are you the only option for grandkids? Well, my sister already has two. Yeah. You know, my other sister, uh, she's dating somebody and same thing. She's like, ah, you know, that happens, it happens, you know. But uh, I'm the, as far as my dad, same thing. He wants me to have kids because obviously the last name carries on. But I'm just, now I'm like, okay, now I'm like, I don't want kids right now because A, I don't want to have a matter what. Yeah. And then B is I want to keep doing what I'm doing. I want to travel, have fun. You know, and I'm like, and I told him, like, I told her, like, I'm not against getting married and settling down, having kids. I think that'd be amazing because that doesn't mean I don't have to give up my dream. I could do both. Yeah. It'll be hard. But if I'm really dedicated, I can do both. Yeah. But I told her, ultimately, um, forever is going to be the wife and kids. Yeah. And I want to make sure that that's right. The nice thing about being a male is that our clock is way longer than girls' clock. I mean, it's like, it's definitely a nice thing because... Yeah. If you're a chick and you want kids, like, you are, like, at, at the end. Right? <laughs> but, I mean, like, all I'm saying is, like, dude, like, I mean, I'm not having kids. But it, say you want kids. Like, you literally have, you can have kids in the next 30 years. Bro, I don't know like, if I'm shooting blanks, bro, but I'm... I don't know if that's good or bad either. I've, I've had two scares, <laughs> and I was like... But one of them yeah. is the worst, bro. I, I, I said, I, so I've had two scares... One of them wasn't even a scare. Yeah, she wasn't pregnant, but she told me she was. Oh, she because yeah, it was a test. 
was the God. dumbest shit ever. But you know, obviously, I was actually happy. I, yeah, I I loved the girl, and I was like, dude, this is amazing. I love you. Yes, let's just start yeah. a family. Let's just listen to that. And I was like, don't worry about college. You know, you finish college, I'll drop out. I'll yeah. get two jobs. I'll support us. This and that. And then by the end of the day, she's like, oh, I was kidding. I just want to see your action. I was like, that's bullshit, man. I was really happy, but I was like, what? Dude, there's this thing, like, I mean, I don't know how to evaluate the, like, the kids versus no kids thing. But, like, I, like, take, for example, we've been talking about, like, both of our dreams and pursuits. Like, (laughs) you want to pursue DJing, and I'm pursuing creativity, photo, video. It's like, I know that for me right now, I don't even want to be in love. Like, yeah, it is it's such a, a like me, to yeah. me that is such a distraction from yeah. like the path that I know that I yeah. want, and and obviously you see it so often where and I'm not saying it's bad like like yeah. it's just a different choice. But yeah. if, if somebody meets the love of their life and decides they want to get married and have a family, they put everything aside and like this. Now we're focusing all on right. this kid, and I think that's beautiful. Obviously, in the familial sense, like right. you know you're sacrificing everything for like bringing up a child. But at the same point, you've sacrificed all your hopes and dreams mm-hmm. for that thing. And some people figure out how to make, like, both. So to me, and it's crazy because to me, fuck. it's always been the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, I for a long time, I felt that something was missing. Really? And it, to me, it's, it's that one, uh, the drive to mm-hmm. help me push forward will be that person, that, that the, the girl, you know, yeah. she's there and I'm like, Yo, you want to be with me? You chose me. I'm gonna show you that you made the best decision of your life. I'm yeah. gonna chase my dreams. I'm gonna make everything happen. And if we have a kid, I'm gonna show that our kid, show our kid that I can chase my dreams yeah. and I can reach for the stars. So that I can, you know, show them. Because uh, I've always been a person, you know, lead by example. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I'm gonna show our kid mm. I can do that. So that's my mentality is totally different. Yeah. I wouldn't give up everything and drop my dreams. I would actually do the total opposite. Yeah. Huh. I would break my back working all the time but then i would also chase my dreams right. because i was like hey like, i want to show you that you didn't make a mistake by choosing me right. you know you are going to be my drive my motivation yeah, to be yeah. successful you know yeah. having our kid is going to make me be even more successful you know yeah yeah that's all i don't know that's always been my state of mind and i don't know if maybe that's no. what's been holding back but no i mean maybe the, like obviously every person's different mm-hmm. like there's this guy i follow uh his name's Tom Philly. He, he does podcasts. So right. he's, uh, he was one of those where he's just like, he was engaged to this chick and was still a lazy piece of shit and was like promising her and her dad, like, you made the best decision with me. I'm going to make something of myself. But like, meanwhile, I was still doing nothing. And that was like the motivation alone. Like, he got off his ass because he's like, I have to prove myself. Fast woman. But they still had kids. But like that was something that they mm-hmm. kept shelving because they were like, "Oh well, we're gonna eventually do this." And like I don't know if they still have kids, but that's right. like somebody. I'm like, "Oh shit, I uh, I think that's a different person than me." Because mm-hmm. when I get into a relationship, I like put all of my shit <laughs> on hold, and I'm like, "Let me just like take care of you, right here, and yeah. like let's go on dates. Like let me take you on a trip. Let me do this and that." Instead of instead of being like, no, I'm going to work way more on my dreams and stuff. So, I, I mean, maybe I can be different down the road, but I've just noticed that with my last couple and of relationships. There's, there's no right or wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, like whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think whatever, ultimately, whatever makes you a better person mm-hmm. and whatever helps you just keep going, yeah. keep pushing forward. But not to say that I would never have like some serious relationships down the road, but I mean, um, 
even with the person I've been seeing, I was just like, I told her, I was just like, I don't want love right now. I yeah. don't want, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm happy with casual. This is like, I am like, so, like, I'm on a mission. Yeah. Like, I have, I have multiple things that I want to sure. build. And especially, like, recently I went up to Canada, visit my buddy Luke yeah. and stuff. I'm just like, dude, there's all these cool things. I'm like, I'm so, like, pumped about all this stuff. It's like, the last thing I need is distraction, <laughs> but love, and like, God fucking damn. <laughs> but I mean, I know that some people that's all they want, and it's also fine. But I like, I just know that in this period of my life, it's not for me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm so really so ultimately to me is if, if you know, if I find somebody, I wouldn't let it, you know, deter me or deter me from, you know, what I want to do. Uh, for the past, I don't even know how many years, I've just been cruising yeah. on just my regular job and just, you know, doing what I'm doing. But now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of over. Doing the same thing every day with my job. I want to do something different. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, what can I do to enjoy my life and go to the next level, make good money, and enjoy my life? Yes. Yeah. Enjoy my life. That's when I'm like, all right, I actually like music. I'm good at music. Yeah. Pursue it. So that's where I'm at now. Yeah. You know, it could have happened a while ago. Yeah. It didn't. Uh, as far as me feeling I'm in a rut, and I don't want to even say it's a rut. I guess complacent would probably be the better word. You can still do the gay porn that you were talking about. <laughs> you remember your bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say with me. <laughs> well, isn't this what we're leading to? <laughs> I'm just doing it. This is my podcast. You, your, room, your, your room is going to hold the camera? <laughs> <laughs> if we're doing my podcast, I need to be the top. <laughs> uh, Anyways, man. No, I mean, I, I don't want to say that, you know... I mean, I, I guess I did say that, yeah, you know, having somebody there would be my drive, but it would be a drive. Yeah. But ultimately, um, it took me a while to say, I am my own drive. Yeah. But it just takes longer for that, yeah. you know? Because it's sure. so much easier, it is so much easier to say, I didn't do this because I was missing that. Or I didn't do this because of that. Right, right. You know, and I guess that's a cop-out, but it is true. Yeah. You know, for the longest time I said, oh, I didn't want to do this because I wanted that. To be my drive so I can do this. Yeah. But ultimately, it should be just up to me. Yeah. And it is. It's gone to the point now where that's what it is. Yeah. But I'm not opposing, you know, if that was to happen. Now I know if it was to happen, I wouldn't stop chasing my dream. I'm still right. going to have my dream. And I'm just going to use that to push yeah. me even further. So, yeah, that's for like, man, I've gone so back and forth on the, um, like, there's this there's this thing in life where you like we all want to find what like somebody else right like i mean that's human connection is a real thing like we want to we have that person we have to or maybe it's four people but whatever like we want to have like the community or the person or whatever sort of interaction to like to bond with right and then there was a while where i was like i wanted to pride myself and be really independent like I don't need anyone to be happy. I can, like, be happy on my own. And there is value in finding happiness on your own. Which I think like, everybody should have that. Everybody right. should, to figure like, out who they are. You could go out in the woods for a month and still just enjoy being alive and nature, you know, like, yeah. to, to have that value. Yeah. But at the same time, like, most of us are fucking social creatures. And we, we are. We yeah. need, like, like community. So, I've tr- kind of, at least in this moment, settled on, like, like I enjoy... Um, I have such a good group of friends, um, and like connections, like family, friends, etc. Uh, where 
like I do have a lot of community and love and relationships. So I have like some of that support, but then I still have like, I, I want to be okay with if I go my entire life and never find like the one, as they say, <laughs> you'll be okay. Still be happy and right, like, right, fulfilled, right. right? And, I think and then I, if I find like whatever that is, be like, oh, well, this is even better. Like I already had like everything I need. And then you find somebody that like meets your resonation or resignation. Resonation. Res. They resonate with you. Yeah, so, like, they, they meet, like, right, your right, And yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, I already had everything I need. And now you just add a little icing on the cake. Yeah. Now we have that. Like, that and my life is great. great. Yeah. But, uh, but I also like to get the idea of that my life is complete without that. Even right. if I didn't. I totally agree. It. And that's my mentality right now, too. I, I, Honestly, that's the same. But then you again, know? I'm like, I changed so much that I'm like, you can ask me. We, but that's like, we, we can podcast like the next time. And I'm like, like, here in a year, fuck like, all that shit. Fuck. <laughs> so, what did I tell you when we're, we're having the lunch or dinner today? I was like, yeah, dude, a year from today. And now we have proof what a year to, from today. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm like, a year from today, we're going to meet up again. We're going to see where we're at. You were in yeah. photography with the DJ, and I was like, we might not even be here in Boise doing We're this. not going to meet for a year. We're <laughs> no, doing another one. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is the timestamp. Yeah. You know, a year from now, we'll see what's going on, because I am going to finally do this. I'm going to put myself out there, you know. And I'd be, hopefully, maybe out there traveling, you know, DJing at clubs. I'll fly you out, and we'll do another podcast and say, hey, this is where we're at now in the year. Dude, this and is a nice, actually, uh, speaking of that point, uh, podcasting is a nice way to timestamp shit. I didn't think about that until yeah. you brought it up. Because, yeah. like, you can literally get, look back, because all of these should be on whatever the podcast platforms, right? And you should be able to look back and see where we get that. Like, when I first, like, when I was first podcasting, which is now, mm-hmm. this is the second one I did one with Emma yesterday. I'm still working, I'm working in a bar mm-hmm. doing photos. Like, then in a year, you'll be able to, you're, you're able to see. Where are we at now? Your progress. What are we doing? Yeah. And then, like, I'm still going to be podcasting with some of the same people. Yeah. Like, the circle mate will probably be expanding. Right, right, right. But I still want to fucking podcast with, like, the And I'm talking about the whole fact, when you brought up the whole idea of a podcast, I've seen podcasts. Everybody has. And they're, it's just, people are just talking. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, you're in conversations. Like, oh, I didn't know that was that. Was that. And it's oh. it's something, something crazy or, I guess, something different about when you're in a conversation, you know, you're in a conversation. Yeah. When you're stepping back and hearing a conversation, it's totally different. Yeah. You know, it's crazy to think about it. But you're like flying the ball for exactly. Yeah. You know? And then when it's two friends that you know or people that you know, you're like, oh, I didn't know this yeah. about you, you know? And when you see it too, you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know? I like it too because, um, well, po- podcasting, other, like, I've thought a lot about different ways to be successful in life. Yeah. So I've thought about like music, like being a musician, you need to practice your tutorial, you know, like there's a lot of things that you have to do. Um, if you're going to be a comedian, you got to go play shows, yeah. you got to like grind it out. You have to, if you want to DJ, you got to play the shows, you got to work in the studio, you have to do all these things, right? Yeah. Podcasting was the one thing that like, like seemed counterintuitive to all the other ways to be successful. Like, and I don't know if the, I'm sure that there's still a skill set to be built. Like, yeah. and I think that like communication and conversationalism is a skill set. But like, if I like the laws of like um, doing things over and over to get better and better at it, um, in a podcast form, you literally sit down and have a conversation. If you did it every day or once a week or whatever, 
and it just builds and builds over time. Right. If I want to be a famous actor, I can't just sit down for an hour and talk to my friend. No, like there is a lot of classes, everything. Podcasting for some reason is this like unique area where if you have, like, if you have interesting things and something to say and a way and you build that over time, you can actually be successful. I think podcast is more of like an honesty thing. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it doesn't necessarily have to be like a blunt honesty, but you just have to be honest and you just have to be a human being. Yeah. You know? And it's something about what it is now. I mean, for example, like the other day, okay, so when I was living with Brian, right? Mm-hmm. And Brian was my roommate and I would see Brian watching videos <laughs> of guys and girls and people playing video games. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing, bro? He's like, yeah, that's oh. a little one. And I'm like, why? He's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, why are you watching people play video games? I'm like, I don't get it. What's the point? He's like, okay. He's like, oh, well, why, are you, why do you watch sports? You're watching other people play sports. Yeah. And I was like, and he's like, he's like, and I've seen you watch people DJ. Why do you watch people DJ? And I'm like, you got a point. Yeah, I mean, you got a point. I'm like, you got a point. I, didn't, I, didn't, I was like, okay. And I thought about it. And then it, this is honestly the same thing. Yeah. Like, ha- just watching two people mm-hmm. have a conversation. Well, oh, there's a conversation. And I think that this probably would have worked 50 yeah. years ago. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there wasn't videos. But yeah. one of my... Uh, I have a friend who worked with me when I first moved to um, Idaho. His name's Justin. And he did um, a daily video series with his wife. Um, it was only, it wasn't a podcast, but it was like a five minute clip. They were, they called our little planet at the time, but I right. think they're called something else now, but now he has like 2 million followers. Wow. And all, all his family does is make videos full time. But I knew like when he set out to do it, he was following other people that did it, but I didn't, I had never heard of it. And, and so he was just every single day they would take a drive. She was in the passenger seat. He would sit in the driver's seat, and the kids would be in the back seat, mm-hmm. and they would just shoot the shit. They're funny, you know. Yeah. So it's like entertaining, and they would clip down like three minutes of them dropping, yeah. you know. And so basically, it's just like our life as a family. And there is something that people love about it's like wow. reality TV. I mean, yeah. that's why reality TV got so big. Yeah. So, but he was like, it just takes putting in the like the time. Yeah. Like, they're not doing anything really that extra. I mean, obviously, they had to have the video. He still has to splice it. So there is yeah. extra work. Right. But it's not like he's training to be a professional he's NFL doing, player. It's not like he's, living he's his own like life. a chess master. It's not like he's, you know, like, he's just slowly but surely putting in the so time. It's, it's almost like the same thing that you said at the restaurant. Like, that one guy that says, that I did, he's like, I'm doing, like, a two-minute reel twice twice a day mm-hmm. you know and the guy's like oh your, your reels are crap yeah but you're still watching same with like somebody you all your all your videos are of you living your life yeah i'm like yeah and so are you but you're still watching mine same thing mm-hmm. right same thing dude there is this thing that um do you know uh gary v is no so he's another guy that's like inspired me a bunch like with just some of this shit but he's like we have such an opportunity in the day of, like, obviously the internet's been around for a while, but it hasn't really reached its full potential. Right. Until, well, it's probably not even its full potential, but it's getting way bigger at this point. And he's like, at this point in, like, internet and life, you can take any passion and make it a profession. Yeah. Like, you could... And we have to take advantage. He's like, you could be into Legos. <laughs> and he's like, as an adult, if you were to take Legos... 
and make a podcast or make a video a of day. The like, but you have to be consistent. You know, it's like you build this channel. Mm-hmm. You, you like there are seven and a half billion or eight so, billion people in this world. You will find your 100,000, 200, 300,000 people yeah. that are really into it that find you because you are the aficionado. So it's, it's crazy. So with just that concept in general, so just last night, uh, we, we, I got home late, you know, we went out, we had drinks and stuff, and uh, I got home probably like around 11.30, you know, I took a quick shower, got ready mm-hmm. to bed, and I laid down, and I was going to go to bed, and then I was just, before I go to bed, just one last swipe through social media, and on my Instagram, I saw this video. It was a reel about this guy that was showing like this outdated, like uh, I want to say like maybe like corn grinder or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was all rusted, and I saw that it was like ten minutes long. Yeah. And I was just watching like he was taking it apart, and it had all like the noises of him screwing stuff off and stuff like that. And he sanded it down. He sprayed it. He like did a bunch of stuff and like restored the whole thing, painted it and everything back to normal. The whole thing took like 10 minutes, but I couldn't stop watching. And I'm like, that's people do that as a regular job. This guy just recorded it for yeah. 10 minutes yeah. and he like obviously like cut it down. But I was like, I don't know why. I was, I was intrigued. I was like, oh, yeah. I just kept on watching yeah. for 10 minutes. I just kept on watching. Yeah. I was like, this is dope. Yeah. I was like, I, ne- I, I would never do that. Right. But I just, just because it broke it down so much faster, I'm sure that whole process took way yeah. longer than ten minutes, obviously. But the whole fact that I saw it in ten minutes, like it took ten minutes out of my day when I was already tired, I should have yeah. bed, but I still yeah. stayed up for an extra ten minutes to watch this guy restore this freaking corn grinder. Yeah, that it just it was a cool video. I thought it was a cool video. But yeah, like, this is cool, man. Yeah, I mean, it's another person doing their job, or like those welding videos, mm-hmm. or like just shit like that. That's crazy. Well, and it's crazy too, because like everyone that you know that does basic, say they make an eighty thousand dollar a year job. Mm-hmm. If they were to start making videos of them doing their job and they did it consistently, they could potentially mm-hmm. build enough audience where they're making right. more online than they're yeah. doing in their current jobs. Exactly. Like it's very possible just because yeah. of the yeah. internet. Exactly. And because there's other people in the world that are curious about those things, yeah, yeah. like, or maybe they're they become the guru because yeah. they've been doing it for 20 years. And like my brother, who's a carpet cleaner, he watches carpet cleaners, yeah, right? He's like, there are carpet cleaners that actually all they they, they make hundreds of thousands of dollars from their video presences, yeah. like doing carpet cleaning yeah but they don't like they, they make more off the videos right than actual carpet so, so they actually don't even yeah. do that many jobs anymore they're only doing it to the show videos, other people yeah, to yeah, make yeah. the videos sense, yeah. but it's like they put in the time taking the video you know it's crazy so so think about things think about this so i don't know if you've ever watched like uh, the history channel and stuff but they used to have those videos that are called how it's made mm-hmm. you know like yeah. videos of how stuff is made yeah that's literally what we have now on social yeah. media, like with like, like, stuff. And, and even documentaries, you yeah. know, like stuff like that, like documentaries, long, exciting, whatever. Yeah. But now people make their own small little documentaries, you know. Yeah. Like reality TV, this could be a reality TV. Yeah. Yeah, and especially like if you think you're interesting enough, or you have something going on, some yeah, you can create that, and then you have to build it over time. Like you can't just. Make a video like oh shit I didn't make it you know you have to uh, talk about videos well let's, let's put one on my Instagram <laughs> oh yeah oh shit we'll take a shot oh yeah because I four months <laughs> what the fuck.
Yep, so now you can get it. I get this. Now we need to get your turntables. I know, dude. <laughs> All right. Proof of get podcast down. Hey. Cheers, bro. Cheers, bro. Cheers, bro. Hell yeah, dude. It's a good vibe, huh? Mm-hmm. I like it, bro. Whenever, when the first time you brought it up, I was like, this is dope. I mean, it's definitely, uh, it's funny. I, I brought this up to, uh, Luke, uh, on the first one. I was like, first one's first couple is definitely going to suck. He's like, <laughs> but I, I was literally thinking about how, how, when you start anything, like, of course, it's always going to suck. Like, the first set that you ever play is probably going to be your worst. Like, right, right. It was like the first photo shoot that I ever took. Of course it's going to be terrible. Like, why wouldn't it be? It's like you're literally picking up a new thing and doing it. And one of my biggest hang-ups about starting things is, like, perfection. Like, right. I really want this to be really good. So that way the first time people see it, it's really it's good. It's going to blow their mind. I'm like... Why the fuck would I even think that? Like, and that's that is one of that is one of the main reasons for me that I don't do things right away. Yeah, like the reason why I procrastinated you want to get on this so for two years yeah. was because I needed to be really good. And even the like how it is now is a lot. Like the reason it's this way. If I would have just started what I should have, yeah. I probably wouldn't have had video, and I should have just picked up a phone and started podcasting. But I was like so obsessed with like, no, I need to have video. No, I need to make like the lights and everything. And even this is probably not going to be near as good as it will be. But like, yeah. if I would, but you have to start somewhere, right? But if I would have started on my phone two years ago, I would have got lights in six so, months, and I would have, you know, like I probably would have progressed further than I am now. Like this is like a learning lesson for right. me. So, so you grew up, you grew up in a farm, mm. like like I did. I was grew up in a farm. Yeah. Uh, you guys had well water, right? Yeah, actually. Did. So when you turn on the the, the water out, outside and stuff, right? You turn it on on the pump, you get like the mm-hmm. their water, the water and mud comes out of the cloud. You have to let it run for a little bit. You get the clean water. Yeah, that's literally what this is. You got to get all the gunk out. You got to get all the gunk out before you get the A material. Yeah, that's what that means when it comes to the photos. When it comes to the DJs, mm-hmm. when it comes to the podcasts, I mean, I said anything. I remember when I first started, like when I was in Twin, I, I'd be DJing sometimes at places, and people would not like my music. I was still learning. Yeah. I would, I would be DJing, and I see people like kind of get up and leave, you know. And I remember one was like, "Hey, he's like, can you just put some mouse on my." Like, I felt so bad. And even sex, man. <laughs> and I, I had to get a lot of gun cow before I even got it. That's all you, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so that concept is something that i've thought a little bit about but which one the, the idea that like people kind of expect you to be really good at something when you start right, right. and i think you expect you some to people be- are born with that talent right you're like we were talking about some people their cards are battled out and they're you know have the blessing of being amazing, like amazing singers, amazing actors, whatever. Mm-hmm. But not the majority of the people don't. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that that is something that, like, we as 
somebody who wants to build something need to fight against. And I, I, and I have to fight against it in my own self right. because I do, like, I have this perspective. I'm like, I want my first podcast to be perfect. Right. Fuck off. It's not going to be perfect. Right. And and I noticed that in photography when I first picked it up. Right. I would shoot around and, like, other photographers would be like, wow, well, that guy, like, really does this one mistake all the time. Right. Or I'll hear them talking about another new guy. I'm like, well, probably he's fucking new. But what? Like, of course he's not. Like, it's like asking a, a musician to learn how to shred the first time. You know, like well, he has to learn his chords first. Yeah, yeah. And I've been, actually noticed it. I have a. I met some DJs recently, uh, like through this community, and some of them have been DJing for like ten years, right? right? And then they'll they'll shit on someone who like has been DJing, for like, oh well, like their music is so basic. I'm like, yeah. They've only been DJing a year. What do you expect? Like, yeah. sorry that they haven't been DJing 10 years like yeah. you. Yeah. Like, they're going to have to figure it out along the way. Um, so I think there's this whole expectation. Like, yeah, you're supposed to be really good. And that's something that, too, like, uh, and, and there's one word that covers all that that I, to me, keeps you grounded. Being humble. Yeah. You got to stay humble. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever success gives you, man, you got to be humble. Yeah. yeah. Because you never know when you're going to hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, times can change, man. If you're a dick and then next thing you know you're you're fucking homeless, you're like, bro. Yeah. You gotta be humble, man. Yeah, if you realize that like, yeah, it just it, it just took work mm-hmm. and uh everything that you're given is still like yeah, maybe you work for it, but it's still a blessing. Like Yeah, it is it is a blessing. If you notice that a lot of people that are really successful, they will still say, like, yeah, I worked really hard. But also, I got really lucky. Mm-hmm. Like almost all of them that are really like achieved a lot of stuff. Right. Almost all of like the re- like the really good ones that are humble, whether it's an actor, whether it's a musician, yeah. they're like, yeah, like I worked my ass off. Mm-hmm. But I also got really lucky. Yeah. So one of the things I, I remember reading, I can't remember, it, it was a Mexican boxer that uh, his dad was a big time Mexican boxer, like a huge Mexican boxer. And uh, obviously, he grew up and became a Mexican boxer, you know. And he's like, my upbringing wasn't even remotely as hard as my dad's. Right. My dad lived through poverty. My dad went into boxing because that's the only yeah. way he can make money. Right. Couple, couple bucks here and there, and then he got really good. Yeah. Got better, more money, more money, and then eventually he got became world champion. He's making millions, and you know, my my life was different. He's yeah. Like, so I, he's like, that was my blessing. That was. Born into that, like, yeah. but for me to be successful, like I had to come out of my dad's shadow, and right. I had to work my ass off because my dad set the bar. Yeah, yeah. So now I had to go yeah. above that bar. Yeah, you know, versus other people aren't compared to the same level. Right. Which it could be different, seem different, but yes, I didn't struggle as far as poverty, but I had a struggle to get out of that shadow. Yeah. And I told, I totally get that. I was like, that oh, makes that's, sense. That's, yeah. a valid, that's a valid point. Some people won't do that. Some people are like, right, whatever, I'm just going to ride this. Yeah. You know, I was born into this privileged life. I'm just going to ride it. Yeah. You know? Well, and then there's also, like, if you think about, if you were born into, like, if you're that Mexican boxer who's born into this dad's shadow, mm-hmm. so you obviously have a successful parent who mm-hmm. helps you. So that's still a blessing. Like, if you were a, another person who was poor and didn't have someone who taught you boxing, you might not even have an avenue out. Correct. So, okay. like, that's another struggle for, like, some people, like, my dad didn't know how to get out, 
of poverty. Right. So now I don't know how to get out of poverty. Right. So like, so they they don't they're not blessed with the same like right. at least path forward. Right. You know, it's like you know when people uh, like there's certain football players. Their dad were a football player. You know, so right. like they have a they have a dad who did the thing. So it's like a blessing and a curse. So they have to deal with the shadow, but they also have to path forward and then right. they can move. They have the tools. They have this. But like, there's a lot of people that want to play football, but they don't have the path forward. They, they don't have the resourcing. They, yeah, they don't have the whatever. And so a lot. And there's a ton of people that don't make it. They wanted it, but like they didn't have those blessings. That, so you have to have so, the right certain, uh, uh, I guess, uh, things in play. To make you be that next yeah. successful person because a you may not have the resources but you may have the drive yeah you know you may have that one thing that pushes you to say fuck it yeah whether it's knocking up your girlfriend or you know your parents die and now yeah. you're the breadwinner and it's like oh shit now i gotta really get right. in here so it could be a lot of things but yeah you know it's it's different for everybody yeah you know? and i would say yeah staying humble because like for example i like i didn't grow up rich I grew up pretty poor. Mm-hmm. My parents aren't successful in any sense, sort of like the stretch. So, like when I when I become successful, and I mean, I in a lot of ways I feel like I already am. You yeah. know, it's just like I have a really good job. Yeah. I get to do what I want. Yeah. You know, like it's so, like when I think about like okay. when I make it, I'm like actually I might have already made it. You know, yeah. like in some and, ways. And thing, though, like I was literally thinking about that the other day. Like when I was thinking about. When I compare myself where I'm at live with my other friends and stuff yeah. like that, and then I compare where I am right now, I mean, it, it was crazy. The other day I was sleeping and uh, I don't I don't always go to church, yeah. you know, and it's been a long time since I've been to church just to go to church. Typically when I go to a church now, it's whether it's a wedding, first communion right, right. or baptism, whatever the case is. But uh, I still pray. Yeah. I pray and a lot of times I pray because I'm grateful, you right. know, I great, I'm grateful, had a good day or whatever, but majority of times I pray because I'm scared of something, yeah, yeah. something's going on in my life, something's going on with my friends, something's going on with family, and I'll pray. Right, right. And every time I drive and I hit the freeway, whether I'm going to Twin, whether I'm going to Nap or whatever, I, I bless myself. I yeah. always do. But um, the other day, I, I you know, like, when I go to bed, I don't always pray, but when it hits me to pray, mm-hmm. I just pray. Because it's like, it got into my mind, why would I not pray? Right. So I'll pray whatever comes to mind. And it was the first time it came to my mind in a long time, actually, ever, to be honest. Because usually when I pray, I, I go to my family, pray for my family, I pray for my friends, I pray for you. I, I, I pray for everything, you know? But for the first time in my life one day, probably about maybe a month ago, I prayed that I was grateful for having the job that I have. Yeah. And I was like... And I was like, help me, help me blessings, help me not lose sight like that I have to get a job. Because if it wasn't for this job, I wouldn't be able to afford things that I do. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to afford things that I have. Wouldn't be able to afford to get like a haircut every nine, ten days that I do and, and the clothes that I wear. And I was like, I get a haircut every nine days. <laughs> nine, ten days. Damn. <laughs> it's about thirty five dollars, you know, and and I was like, you know, and, and it, it it is. I mean, in some people, I, I've known people that that's guys, you know, they won't they'll get the haircut once a month, and you know, they'll pay like fifteen bucks, and I'm like, fuck that, you know. So it, it's spoiled, and and I'm I, I'm spoiling myself. 
Okay. And that's what I told myself. I wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't for the job that I had. And sure. it was like, and I, and I was, you know, talking to God and I was like, please help me not lose sight of that and yeah. help me stay humble. And, and I'm counting my blessings. And I thank you for making me who I am and having my family, having my friends that I have to make me who I am. Yes. Because I want to count my blessings. But that was one of those things that I was like, I never really would have prayed for that. You know, yeah, I never yeah. thought about that. As far as a 20, 20 year old, uh, teen, even 25-year-old, I've never worked on that. Yeah. Now that I'm in my 30s, I, I thought about that. I was like, all right, this is this is the foundation of, of my life right now, you know? And I've had a lot of opportunities in life. And I've gone to a lot of places and I've done a lot of things because I do have a job. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to count your lessons. Yeah, dude. It's, it's wild. It's like, it's a lot of perspective. Mm-hmm. And you know how they say, like, you can't, if you compare yourselves, it's like comparison is a thief, thief of all joy. We're recording all those, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, we're getting into a we're getting into <laughs> the deep soul. Now I'm getting in deep. No, dude, it's all good. Uh, yeah. Um, so you know how they say like comparison is the thief of all joy, right? And that can be true, but I also think that it depends on what you're comparing to, right? Because if you not all comparisons are bad, right? Like, so if you're, if you're comparing yourself to everyone that you don't, everything you don't have, then right. that's going to take your joy. Right. But exactly. if you compare yourself to all the people who have less than you and you realize how much you right. have compared, Count then, it actually, just, then it actually helps you. So yeah. it's, it matters like and, who you're. And it literally, so, so that same day, that same day at work, I helped this, this lady that was homeless and she was trying to get her money and it was, and I don't want to talk bad about my coworkers, but she went to one teller. And the teller kind of like brushed her off. Like, oh, you gotta call this number, do whatever. Right. And she's like, "Oh, my phone isn't working. I, I, I can't call." Right. Um. So like, okay. Well, you know, you can go to the shelter, use their phone number. She's like, "Well, I walked here. I don't have any money for a bus pass because all my money's in the card, and I can't get access to my card because it's locked." And so then I was like, "Hey, come here. Let me help you." Yeah. And she was. It's still something to think about, but she walked. To where I was at, and she fell down. Oh shit! Because she had slept outside the whole time, and so her her legs were stiff, and That's they hard. weren't warming up. And That's so oh, I felt so bad, and I helped her, and I, she was homeless. So yeah. obviously the bo and whatever, I didn't care, bro. I grabbed her. I'm like, here, let me help you. Let me help you sit down. Yeah. She took a little bit. I'm like, here, let's call together. We called it. We got her card activated. Everything was good. Yeah. She was able to get money, and then boom. She was able to get a bus pass, get a car, or her phone turned on again, and it was yeah. fine. But I was like, man, like, it's crazy that, like, again, I don't want to talk about my, about my coworkers, but it just, like, brushed yeah. off, you know? And even though, and, and I don't know if it's human nature, but people were, are so easy to dismiss the homeless or the less sure. privileged or whatever, but yet we'll be so grateful to, to feed a, a dog in the street or, or a bird or an animal, you know? Yeah. You know, maybe it's because they don't have like a, a conscience like we do, uh, a right and wrong, whatever. But it's still a human being, man. And I felt bad. And that was the same night that I had that whole thing with counting my blessings because I was like, I could have taken so many wrong turns yeah. in my life that I could have been that person too. Yeah. But I'm so grateful that I didn't, you know? Dude, it's crazy, huh? Here, bro. There is this thing. There's something else I want to say too, but uh, I noticed this thing kind of recently 
speaking of like we would help a dog or a bird but we are we are less likely to have like a human in need yes it's and i think it's, how that is, huh? i think it's like i part of me thinks it's like cuteness factors right like, like we would be happy to like give attention to your dog because he's cute even though he probably still needs all of our help like he can't do anything on his own Right. But, like, we won't help a homeless person because they're not cute to us. They're, like... Well, like that makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I'm literally speculating on this. I mean, that but makes sense, though. One of the things that I realized is that um, I used to shit on people that needed attention. And, I mean, I still do in a lot of right. ways. I'm like, God, fucking damn it. This per like, <laughs> they're so desperate for attention. Like, all that, like, they can't, they can't handle it if, like, like we don't pay attention to that. Right. And, it, and it annoys me. Yeah. But then, if I see a dog who's desperate for attention, I'm like, oh, you just love attention, don't you? And, like, we love it. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why do we shit on humans that not just want attention from yeah. another human, but then a dog that, yeah. like, I'm like, part of me is just, like, learn lessons from dogs, or, like, learn this lesson, because I need to be favorable to a person who just needs attention, just like I would a dog. Maybe their life has given them circumstances where all they need is just a little attention. And what was I doing for the last 35 so, years is being a dick to this person who's like, wow, you just need attention? Good job. You know, like... So, the thing is that I... Very I, weird. So, so, I thought about that too for a long time. And, again, like, I, that's the day I had that, that, that day when I prayed and stuff. But yeah. it still bugged me for days after, you know? And I thought about it. And the only conclusion that I came up with was that... When I see a person begging for money, I put myself in that position. Yeah. And I say, I could have done things different. Why couldn't you? Yeah. You know, that's why. But with an yeah. animal, like a dog doesn't have a choice. Right. Doesn't have a choice who their owner is. Sure. Doesn't have a choice for this and that. You know, they have to scavenge for food every day. Yeah. They can't actually, you know, say, talk and say, hey, I need this, I need that. Yeah. Which is a human can, you know? So in that, my mind is like, okay. The dog would have more of an opportunity. Yeah. Or sorry, not the dog, but a human would have more of an opportunity to yeah. advance himself because they could be like, "Hey, screw this! I'm not going to make money. I'm going to go work." Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many other reasons why somebody wouldn't be able to work. Maybe it's yeah. the awkward mental illness, whatever. So I'm not putting anybody down for begging for money. I mean, yeah. I never would, but but that 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 social consciousness, I guess maybe. Uh, it do that whole. Perception of a homeless person that hey, you had the choice of you know getting into addiction or you had the choice of running away from home, but you didn't, so now you're homeless. So that's why I'm not gonna give yeah. you money. Versus this dog, yeah. you know, he didn't have a choice, so I'm gonna give just off more attention. So maybe that's that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. But I really sat down and thought about that because yeah. that day, like I said, when I saw the way my coworkers treated that lady, and she was a nice lady, man. She was just. And going through that time, bro, she was her legs were so cold that yeah. she couldn't even walk. Dude, that, that that's it's always. I mean, it's been a it's been a really hard thing for like our society to deal with is like homeless populations. Yeah. And, like one of the things that personally I struggle with um, is just like how do you evaluate who is going to just go do more drugs and who is going right. to use it to get you know like so there's that argument in your brain, right? So you're just like. Well, yeah, I mean, I want to do good. I want to be a philanthropist or I want to like help right. people out, but I don't just want to shovel my money into somebody's so, truck. So then you have, like, you know, when you go, when you drive up to that intersection, somebody's asking for help. Right. 
you're like, am I giving them? Am I giving them food right now, or am I giving them like, so so option to drink more? So it's crazy. So one of the things that my mom told me when the first time we went to Mexico, I was I was born in Mexico, you know, mm-hmm. but I never went back to Mexico until I was a lot older, ten, I think. Yeah. And my mom told me, "You're gonna see a lot of people like for money in Mexico. Don't give them money." Yeah. She's like, in Mexico, your heart is gonna get cold. Yeah. Because you can't give everybody money. Right. She's like, if they're hungry, we will buy them food. Yeah. But we're only gonna buy the food. Right, right. So and it was crazy because that's what my mom told me. But I was like, all right, cool. I didn't really I was like, whatever. Until we, we got to where we're from and we hung up with my grandma, yeah. we're in in the town we're from. And town we're from there's not many homeless, you know, because it's like a little ranch. Right. Everything was cool, and then we'd go to the big city. And then we see a lot of homeless people. Now I remember one time we we're like at the like at the farmers market, right? Yeah. We we're eating and stuff, and and uh, this little kid came up and and he was asking for money. And my grandma was like, "No, right? I will buy you food. Like whatever you want here, I will buy." He's like, "Oh, I don't want food. I want money." When my grandma's like, "I'm not gonna buy you food. Yeah, I'll buy. Uh, I'm not gonna give you money. I'll buy you food." <laughs> and then my mom was like. She just went like that to like his money. Like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. He's like, no, I, I want money. Yeah. My grandma's like, no, I'm not going to give you money. So eventually he left, but then he went back to, to I don't know if it was his mom or or his guardian or whatever, but yeah, they looked like they were drunk or something. Yeah. It's like they so like they hustling their kids. Yeah, they were hustling their kids, yeah. you know? So it wasn't the kids' fault, you know? Right. And it's also but that's like, what it was, like that your heart gets cold. You know? Well, and that's yeah. and that's what's so frustrating because if you see that, maybe that's seventy percent of the time. Yeah. But then the thirty percent of the time, somebody actually needs right. it, and, I'll tell and you then this. you're cold. And I'll tell you this other story. And then that's frustrating because like, I'll tell you, I might be. Yeah. Might be and, I'll, and I'll tell you this other story, man. And, and it's crazy because that's when I was like, when I was ten, and I saw that, and I was like, all right, cool, I, I get that. And then um, my uh, my parents. Um, they would always buy vehicles mm-hmm. and at auctions, and they bring them back to to twenty, and then we sell them. So, and I remember once I went to Colorado, me and my dad. I was probably like fifteen, sixteen, or something like that. And we get to Littleton, Colorado, which is like maybe like an hour, forty-five minutes south of Denver. Yeah. And we get there, and it's like ten p.m. And uh, we're getting a hotel because the auction the next day is like six a.m. But we're hungry, so we go out to this market or whatever and we order food and stuff we're sitting outside and there's this guy and he's asking people for money you know because he's like telling him in spanish so, hey like can, can i get some money i'm trying to get some food and this and that and everybody's just ignoring him ignoring me and then eventually he makes his way to us because we're eating outside and he's like hey guys i'm not trying to bug you but if you're not going to finish your food can 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 I have your your leftover beans, your leftover rice? Yeah. And my dad actually tells him like, "Are you are you hungry?" He's like, "Yes, I'm I'm starving." He's like, "All right, dude." He's like, "I'll buy you food." Yeah. He's like, "Whatever you want." He's like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah, whatever you want." I'm like, let's go. And so my dad goes with him. I'm kind of like, okay. So the guy was genuinely hungry. Yeah. So he goes in there. He orders food. He comes out. My dad's like, "Just sit with us," you know. And he's telling us his life story, man. That's uh. Uh, he was illegal. He was a guy that was illegal. Uh, he had crossed the border, and uh, the coyotes left him in the middle of like Arizona or something. 
So he only had like I think like fifty bucks left. So he got a uh, Greyhound to Denver because that's where his family was at. But he didn't know their address. He yeah. didn't know where they were at. He didn't know anything. But he just knew that they were in Denver. He made it to Littleton, you know. But he ran out of money because all his money was left for right. the to get to there. Yeah. Know? He didn't have a phone number. He didn't have nothing, you know. But he was he was out of money. He was hungry. Yeah. And so my dad had him like sit down to hey dude like eat with us and, you know he was telling us everything and I felt bad man because the guy started crying you know and he was eating he's like thank you like I've been here since I think he said like three and it was like ten p.m. when we showed up he's like and nobody wanted out he's like and so my dad bought him food and you know we talked to him and we bought him more food for him to take my dad even gave him a hundred bucks yeah like, hey man like obviously like you are obviously trying yeah. to get out of whatever situation you're in trying to better yourself yeah and so you give him 100 bucks bought him more food you know fed him there yeah. and actually like that was to me was one of those things i was like i mean i'm not a lot of man my dad's not the best person me and my dad have had our, our issues but that was one of those things i really did i looked at yeah. that and i was like that was cool my dad yeah you know that was an example that i was like, that was cool man and i don't care about politics i don't about I don't care about being legal or whatever, but that was somebody that was gonna die yeah, or yeah, gonna yeah. do something. Man. I, and I felt bad, man. That's that's called human nature, yeah. man. You 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 take care of people, man. That's what's crazy. Yeah. It's like there's this man. It's it's like this push and pull because it's like um, it's like the boy who cried wolf. So like oh, like this happens in a lot of areas, but it's like. Like in homelessness, the boy yeah. cried wolf. There's too many people that are crying wolf, right. and then they use it for like booze or whatever. And then yeah. some people get burnt, jaded, whatever. But there's legitimate people who have the being wolf, honest. Right? Right. Like there's there's legitimate people who need the help, but society gets burnt on the other yeah. people. So like, well, fuck, you know, no, I'm not gonna help you. So like, parsing that is really hard. It's like yeah. a social dilemma that we yeah. have to struggle with, but. And that was one of those things, like, my, my parents always said, like, we're not going to get people money, we're just giving food. Yeah. And then one and that's, a, like, that's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. And just my dad's like, hey, can I buy you food? You know? And well, my dad's like, I'll buy you food. He's like, yes, please, yeah. if you buy me food. And he because was hungry and said, hey, I'll buy you more food to take with you. Mm. Yeah. And then when the guy was being honest, he's like, my, you can just tell that he was being honest, man. He was like, I'm lost. Yeah. My family's out here somewhere. I don't know where they are. And then my dad gave me money. He's like, dude. Yeah, but I had mad respect for my dad. Well, to go back to like what we like, kind of where that was brought from is like being thankful and being humble. Because, like, I think that oh, I came from like low level beginnings and I didn't have a lot of opportunity. You know, I grew up on a farm. My dad was poor. He didn't teach me a lot of life. Like he taught me some life lessons. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Dad's listening to it. Sorry, but <laughs> he taught me some good shit. But like he didn't. He didn't know how to yeah. be successful. Like, my mom didn't know how to be successful. Like, yeah. they didn't teach me the things. Right. I learned them on my own. So, like, I could think to myself, oh, I got this all on my own. Yeah. But at the same time, I have to be really aware and thankful and, like, like humble. The fact that, like, I could have been born yeah. in, that, in that family in Mexico, in that family in Guatemala, where, like, I would have, like, never got to even chase these opportunities. Right. Like, yeah. There are people that have are born in such poverty that they yeah. will never get the chance. Nobody's got to climb our blessings. Yeah, right? like, do you think that they're going to get a chance to, when they're 25, be like, I want to be a DJ? 
Yeah. Bullshit. Like, they're still like... like, I, I, like I got a food on the table. Yeah. That's no, actually, so, so, so with that, like, you and your dad and your parents and stuff, obviously they're hardworking, right? Yeah. They embedded that in you, yeah. right? And so it's still being humble. Yeah. You know? and that's what they transfer to you. But that's like generations after a while. And then obviously you're going to be much more successful, you know? Not saying that they weren't, yeah. but with the cause that they were dealt with, they did the best they oh, can. Oh, sure. And they got you, and you're going to do the best you can with what you have. To be the fair. next generation and the next generation. What I also say, like, or what I think is, um, like, this idea of, like, chasing meaning or chasing, like, what, like, like more in life, right? I think that we, at, in in this generation, are, the like, the first or second generation to actually even have the option of this. Right. So, for example, like... You and I, like, say we're working, say I work as a bartender for the rest of my life, and say you work as a banker for the rest of your life, and you're like, dude, I wish I did something more, and, like, all of our society says, you need to find meaning in your life. I believe it. Like, I like like the idea of, like, you need to find something that really you value. Yeah. But but before 50 years ago... It wasn't like that. In like four thousands of years before, no one got the option to gather, yeah. You should do something more with your yeah. life. You should chase music. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that, if you were asked to your dad, like, "Hey, dad, if you could have been just yeah. your dream, it would have been something else." He could have. I could have been like, "Oh, I would. I wish I would have been a pilot." Yeah, and maybe was, my dad yes. had that option, but I guarantee my grandpa did not have yeah. that option, and his his dad did yeah. not. Like, if you were to look in the 1800s. No one got to chase their dream. Like <laughs> that wasn't even that a thing. Was, I mean, yes, very select few. You know, of course, there was still somebody that did the opera, but like in general, <laughs> like n- like no one got to be like, you know what? I'm really passionate about Star Wars, and I want to make a podcast, or like like even think about like filmmakers. Like yeah. filmmakers only existed in the last hundred years. Like so, if my dream is to make film. That is a dream that only existed in the last hundred years. Yeah. So, like, for, for decades, or I'm sorry, uh, for, like, millennia, like, people born 2,000 years ago, what is your dream? Staying alive. Like, yeah. that was, like, like your... Having a family. Staying kids, alive. Family. Yeah, like, because it was so terrible. Like, not terrible. It's so crazy like, when you think about it, that, like, what we have now versus, like, even 50 years ago. Yeah. And then the whole... Uh, timeline of humans 50 years ago it's a small window yeah. but yet now within 50, 50 years, years ago it was still segregation that's what I'm saying like, like in this country segregation was still the thing but now 50 years ago now like we have the opportunity to like be a lot more anything we want exactly right? you know so so that's a blessing there, 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 there is a it's word a blessing for it. in itself I don't remember what it is but there's a word for it where um, people it's called something when when you believe that whatever uh, year and timeline that you're in and you're living is the best in ever because if we we wind the clock 50 years right yeah and they look back at their time they rewind that 50 years like oh we didn't have electricity yeah we didn't have running cars right yeah but then you rewind the clock to them they're like 50 years from that like oh yeah well we didn't have vaccines we didn't have that you know right so we see them well oh ours is better but 50 years from now oh yeah they'll be like oh yeah these guys suck ours is better there's a word for that. I can't remember what it is. Um, There's an actual word saying that, that that describes that your timeline of your life that you think that it's the best because you don't uh, you don't know anything else. 
But that is true. That's how I feel. I would say that, (laughs) speaking to that, it is better to look at the world that way than, like, because some people look at the world, it was way better 30 years ago. And I, like, I'm like, I think it's better to look at the world that way. You know, things are getting better. Like, and obviously it doesn't always get better, but, like, look, we have so many more, like, opportunities, Opportunities, options, like, things that like we have air conditioning now they didn't mm-hmm. then you know like there's all but these... there's obviously there's, well, there's pros and cons for sure there always is yeah. but in general but if I... you can look at society it's like dude life is getting better mm-hmm. and like we can make a better life for the people right. that, like going next to it like yeah. behind us yeah versus being those people that are like no it was <laughs> it was way better when i was a kid you know? back like, when i was a kid yeah, yeah. i just i never want to like fall into that where no I, and i get that i mean when when i get i, I think and and i get this all the time at, at the bank you know because i get a lot of my customers that you know are uh seniors yeah. you know and they're uncomfortable with the way society is today and they say stuff like oh when i was a kid or yeah. like in my days it was different you know and that was their comfort you yeah. know Things change, yeah. you know, and change is inevitable, and they don't embrace change. Yeah, know? they're stuck in the ways, and that's that's what it is. That's, but I'm pretty sure I am gonna be the same way when I'm their age. You know, you're gonna be because the same they're same. Or are you the same as you? Well, I don't know. So here's what I think it is. I think that they're uncomfortable with change. Yeah. So what I've determined is I want to be comfortable with change. So, but to me, it's like this. You can also. The customers that I talk to now that are saying, oh, back in my days, are the same customers that were, went through segregation. Yeah. That was a huge change. Yeah. Like, you guys should know change, but yet they're still saying, well, back in my days, things are like, hmm. So what do you mean? Was it before segregation? It's very strange. So no. I'm like, there's this thing that, like, I don't know, and I'm obviously not to that, like, age, but yeah. I've always seen... I've, I've seen it in myself, even in my 30s. I have this concept, this might be weird, but there's, this, there's these two paths that I'm going to live. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a grumpier, grumpy old man, or I'm going to be a happy old man. Okay. And there are points in my life where I can feel myself self slipping into one. Me too. And I can feel myself start to get jaded. I'm like, mm, I don't like that. People start to upset me, and I start getting really angry, and I'm like, I'm slipping into grumpy old man Josh, and if yeah. I continue this path, yeah, seventy year old Josh down, will be like, down, I will be the angriest. So I'm like, I've right. been the same way, and so, but you have to constantly notice and shift and be like, no, be grateful, be thankful, change. And I, but I have seen old men that are extremely happy and just like, and I've seen that too at the bank. Bro. I'm like, like oh, did you let cool and, like, that's the dude that I want to be when yeah. I'm old, not that guy. And there's this other thing that, ha- like, kind of along that lines, but, like, it's like when pe- when parents are like, uh, oh, this new thing is going to damage our t- teenagers. Have you ever, yeah. like, you know, oh, whether it's, like, multiple times. like, the internet or whatever. You know that they were saying that about cars when they first came out? They were saying that about cell phones. They used to say it about, like, I mean, it was, like, all it's of changed. It's all changed. Like, when cars first came out, parents would not let their teenagers have cars. Like, if we let our teenagers have cars. It'd be out of it's control. Gonna, oh, it's going to be out of control. It's going to be, hey, you know, like. So that has always been a thing with the new technology. Yeah. And when we realize it's, it's just, it's just change. change. Yeah, it's just it's change. Embrace change, man. But, yeah. I have to get a beaver, bro. Oh, man. I broke the seal.
Now did you get me too? I pee all the time. Oh, this has been a good one. Uh, you and I have always had this conversation where it's uh, very deep and very creative, you know? And that's why I love, you know, having these conversations with you, man. So when you brought up the fact that, you know, hey, I want to do a fucking podcast on you, I was excited, man, because we have good conversations, man. Me too, it, man. Um, and so I hope that um, I definitely, like, when I'm starting out, so yes. I'm starting out in my close circle. Yeah. So, I mean, like... If you're down to podcast again, I mean, absolutely, you might be on in like three weeks. Like, <laughs> I'm, cool at, I'm more than happy to be down. Yeah, and yeah. what I what I realized about like the first podcast was yeah. the first stop. I mean, I don't know who's going to be listening to these. I mean, yeah. it could be like me, you, and one other person. Yeah. I mean, I I might get fired from work. Well, no, science people. I mean, it is what it is, man. Yeah. I'm an adult, and it, it is what it is. I don't care. Yeah. Well, there's a few things, like, there's some people that I want to podcast with that were like, hey, just say no, like, I would love to podcast, but I can't talk about this. Because I basically have, like, no, it's hard, like, but if I know that going into it, you're like, hey, I don't want to talk about this, and like, I'll obviously shut it. But, uh, but in general, I was like, I don't really, like, podcasts don't get listened to overnight, right? Like, this podcast is going to take some time to build up. So these first ones, yeah. Pretty like it's probably if it comes out, it comes out. But you gotta send this to me, bro. Oh, I'm definitely still putting it out, and I'm like, I still will post them. Yeah, yeah. It's still like I, I don't think that if I were to think of, you know, I have two thousand people that follow me on Facebook or whatever, but like or eight hundred on Instagram. Like I don't think that those amount of people are gonna listen to it. It Might be two, it might be three, you know. But you know, as it builds in the year, like that we're talking about. Like, then it might be 300, you know, like, yeah. that is bigger. But, like, then yeah. we're better, you know, or... Yeah. Yeah, so... It'll happen, bro. Right there. Cheers, brother. Salud. Um, that's oh, what tequila, bro. That's for a lamb? Somebody got it. Oh, that's jazz. I think so. Yeah, jazz. Um... The one thing I uh, didn't do with, or I forgot about, but, like, me and Emma, when we talked, like, we didn't talk at all about our friendship, but just for anyone who is listening, like, Severo, this, my man, is, like, literally my oldest friend in Boise. That, I think of somebody I hang out that's longer than him, I don't know. I don't know. But, um... And I've always said it multiple times, man. I don't know if I ever am going to get married, if I do get married... You are gonna be in my wedding, bro, because that's how much you mean to me, bro. That to me, oh, yeah. when somebody gets married and you have your bridesmaids, your groomsmen, whatever, is those are the people that mold you who you are, right? Yeah. And it's like I never want to lose them, you know, yeah. because they made me who I am now to this point. And obviously, I'm the best of I am. Yeah. That's why I'm getting married because she chose me. Yeah. So to you, bro, I'm telling you, like that's what it is. So that's how much you mean to me, bro. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen. <laughs> if I'm not in it, I better shoot it. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, dude, you've been one of my longest friends. Um, crazy. I was thinking about one of us when I visited Luke. Yeah. Luke is probably the longest friend that I stay in touch with. Right. He's like fifteen years. Right. We don't see each other that often, but like ever since I moved to Boise, like you were the. F- I had a couple friends with, before you, but they're just they were shit. They've gone out. Yeah. yeah. 
I really say yeah. whatever, but yeah, yeah, you're the person that's been on the appreciate it, yeah, man. You're my buddy. It's interesting if you, uh, I mean, you've had multiple jobs, yeah, yeah, and sometimes you keep one person of the job, sometimes you keep yeah. no one, yeah. and like every once in a while, I'll bump into someone from P.F. Chang's <laughs> and they'll be like, Do you hang out with P.F. Chang's? I was like, Savannah. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, like I still fucking kick you with the bear all the time, and uh, like other like every once in a while I will hang out with Michelle. Yeah. I don't know if you remember her. I remember like, Michelle. Yeah, but like really, there's yeah. like like Ryan Lee. Every once in a blue, he'll float in now, but he's not like a friend. So I still have uh, Taylor. Taylor, Taylor yeah. Yeah. yeah, social media, and then Jamie. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're really cool. Man. But like, do you like I? I've I've been to parties close to Jamie's and she show up and stuff okay. like, but never like like me and you. Yeah, we said, it's me. It's me and you. Me, me, yeah, me and you are bros, bro. We're we're yeah. we're brothers. I that's consider you a brother. Like that's and then Cameron, Cameron, I, yeah. and I still yeah. love Cameron. Yeah. yeah, but he's he's he's, he's yeah. always doing his own thing. You know, he's still someone that yeah. I could still connect yeah. with for sure. So like I said, yeah. if I was going to Vegas, he's like, hey, you come stay with me, bro. Like that, that time when he like came up on the boat with us. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just like it'd been a while. I'm yeah, like, that was that was dope, man. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, but there is like there's been restaurants that I don't yeah. stay in touch with anyone, and then there's restaurants where it's just like there's one yeah. person that like it's I just stands out. Yeah, and like the other, the only other people that are still homies, like Raven and Paige. Which I remember them. I remember Raven. Hanging out well, like yeah. they're in Florida, but like yeah. when they come to visit, how are they doing? We, they're good. They got married, right? Uh, no, but but they live together, and they're in Florida. But so last time they came up, it's probably eight months ago now. Yeah, good for them. But like they hit me up, you know, yeah. like we like see see each other. I yeah. need to go visit them, but like so they're still homies. Yeah, but like. It's just interesting to watch, like, <laughs> everyone else falls by the wayside. Right, I mean, you know? and, and so, you with me, bro, like, I was in tour for a long time, and I had a lot of homies there, and ever since I moved to Boise, I really don't hang out with them. Yeah. Not because I consider them less of a friend, it's just because they're always doing their own thing, yeah. and I'm always doing my thing, you know? I used to hit them up when I go to Twin, we used to hang out, but now they're all, like, in relationships yeah. and married. But when I go down to Twin, they're always doing something yeah. else. I'm just going to go visit my mom and I'm out. Yeah. You know, and if they come to Boise, they're going to like a quick little chip and cheese yeah. thing. And they're out, you know? Yeah. And so there's no animosity, you know? It's just, that's no. life. Yeah. It's just what life is, you know? It's not- and that's, that's where I was like, yeah. there is cert- there's yeah. certain people that, for whatever rhyme or reason, you will stay with them like mm-hmm. longer and there's other people that don't yeah. fall by the wayside. And that yeah. doesn't mean ill on anyone. Like, it's not... It's not anything to say that no. these people are bad, these people are good. Yeah. It's just certain people that those things you will connect yeah. and you will always say. And like there's some people that like like Luke, who I've known for fifteen years, I could I could not talk to him for two years. Yeah. And then I see him and we will reconnect like normal, like right? So I don't know, you you know my book Paco. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I moved to Twin Falls from Cali, uh fifth grade. That's when I met Pablo. So how old are you? In fifth grade, you were like, what, 12? Something like that? 11, 12? Fifth grade for you? <laughs> fifth grade for everybody. <laughs> Dick. Whatever old, how old you are in fifth grade. I would that's, be like 10. That's how old I was when I met Pablo. Okay. And let's call it 11, right? Yeah. So let's call it 11. So when I was 21, that was already 20 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
11. No, no, that was 10 years. 10 years. That's 10 years. 11, so when I was 31, that was 20 years. 20 years. And now I'm going to be 30. I'm really good at math. That would be 30 <laughs> that's how long I've been with friends with Pop. Yeah. You know, and that's one of my best friends, my first friend ever, yeah. man. And, and I love him. His family loves me. His mom and my mom are BFFs. And he's been through all this. Oh, yeah. I, I, met, I introduced him to the love of his life. And her and I, Lorena, we're really good friends, too, man. We've been friends. So I met Paco when we were, like, in fifth grade. Yeah. And then I met her when I was, like, in eighth and ninth grade. Yeah. And we've been friends, too, man. And so I pride myself in, in having people that want to be in my life and yeah. be in that life for a long time because my rap sheet shows that, you know, like, I've met people and I'm, I take care of them, take care of me, and yeah. they're in my life, you know? So... Yeah, dude, you know, it's so crazy, like, the, the connections that, so, I met your entire circle yeah. through you, obviously, yeah. like, but, um, when I was camping in Go Lake, <laughs> and I met, forget, Esteban, Esteban, dude, I'm, like, out in the middle of nowhere, Idaho, <laughs> like going through the ringer, taking some psychedelics, just like way out there. You fucking almost died. I almost died. Well, this is after I met him. But it's just like meeting this dude, and he's a homie. Like, how, how, how did that come about? Dude, so, okay. Um, quick story. So, <laughs> so I went, I, I wanted to go camping. Um, me and I were going to go camping somewhere. She couldn't do it. So I was just like, watch, well, I want to go camping. So I decided to go like, Looked pretty. It was it was one of the hardest hikes I've ever been on. Yeah. If yeah, I would say the hardest. So hike way up into Sawtooth. Um and I had brought this is my first time camping by myself and first time hiking camping. So I've always done like car camping. Right. You drive up, like bring your tent, blow up your mattress, etc. So I had bought all the stuff, but I like packed way too much stuff like anyone does. Mm. Brought my camera and everything. So it's heavy as fuck. Yeah. So like I'm dying. Bring it all up there. And uh, got up there. Uh, had a really good night uh, by myself. And then the next day I like hung around. And that, that night I met um, Esteban. Mm. And he was just like camping up the way. He had done the same thing. Brought all of his own gear. He had a camera. It's like it's like <laughs> taking pictures. But like he he uh brought a fucking six pack of beer. Yeah. I'm like, dude, how do you have enough? Like I was like trying to like slim down my bag and I didn't. But like I had all this stuff. I'm like, you brought a pistol and a six pack of beer. Like it's way too much shit to bring up. So he was like, do you want some? So we like shared beer two together and stuff. So we hung out. Um, but so we exchanged Instagrams. And then the next morning we left. And uh, it wasn't until like a couple days later where he like hit me up. He's like, bro, I didn't really like your friends with Severo. Because you know <laughs> how you see it on Instagram. He's like, yeah, I grew up next to you. Yeah. I'm like, no way. And I was like, dude, I'm like crazy thing i almost died coming off that mountain he's like wait what but apparently i'm the like the dumb one who doesn't know gps and figuring out uh mountains down the yeah uh, going down the mountain i'm it's calling like, right now we're going to just <laughs> that would actually be wild yes yeah, we're calling us bun it's a chapa it's called Chopper. Oh, yeah. The day. That's how he introduced himself as Chopper. He goes by Chopper. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Uh, it's only 11. Come on, Choppa. <laughs> damn it. Oh, he's a cool guy, but. Damn it. <laughs> Everyone has. Like you and we are a podcast. Oh, well. Not small world, man. <laughs> no. no, dude, that was wild. Yeah. I mean, dude, that was a moment where. Uh, when I was coming down that mountain, like I'm, I'm not religious and I don't like I don't pray a lot. But when I was, I was like slithering across this one like rock wall, and I was like, if I slip, I'm going to slide off. There was like this 300 foot cliff, Damn. and and I was like, uh, I'm trying to scale across it, and I like that was those moments. Where I was like, please, I just don't want to die. I just don't want to, like, I'm not ready. Like, I'm like, I'm too young. Like, I just want to get across. Please. Yeah, like, man. Whoever the fuck is out here, like, please, like, please help me. Like, and it was, it was. <laughs> Dude, that's very intense, man. That was the closest I ever felt to death. Like, really? Like, like, personally, like, have you ever felt, like, really close to death? Yeah, I've been shot at. See, there you yeah, go. So See, I haven't. I, I've been shot at it. And, and oh, it was, shit. Yeah. That was really close to this. Because I was, like, hiding behind a car door. And the windows Jesus. were getting blown out. Were you praying? I was. I didn't have time, but it was so fast. I was just trying to get killed. So I was, like, so it was like hidden. And I was, like, down. And I hear, like, it's crawled. And it's, like, crawling away. Jesus. Man, it was wild. Yeah. See, I mean, I guess that's the closest that I like to that position. Yeah, it's like there any any second here, yeah. I might die. Like yeah. I, that's how I felt. It's like I, yeah. I might die. Absolutely. Yeah, that's wild. But those kind of moments, like you, like obviously you either do die, yeah, <laughs> and then you it's over, shit. or if you don't die, yeah. you're like, holy shit, like life, like what am I doing? Like it, yeah. it makes you like evaluate everything. Yeah. And when I came off that mountain, I was just like, yeah. like, uh, there is, like, I need to be doing, like, yeah. I need to be, like, really enjoying life or, like, That's really, terrible. yeah. Crazy yeah, it's fucking wild. Crazy stuff, man. All right, my dude. Let's do it. Let's call it. Uh, you want to, uh, you want one more shot? Yeah, one more shot, bro. All right. Well. So everyone's listening. This is Savannah. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Any what? You want to plug anything? You want to plug your uh, DJ Instagram? Uh, I mean, it's not even there yet, but a year from now, what's your things gonna be do different? You to, do you want to tell your DJ name or not? Um, it's not official, okay. but I think it's gonna be DJ Sia. I don't even think I want to get the DJ in there. Just Sia. Oh, I see. But there's already Sia out there. So maybe it just might be Severo because there is no other Severo out there. It may be hard to pronounce, but uh, it'll be worth it. I know it's taking us all of your pronounce it. That's it, let's do it. No, dude. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you, my dude. Love you. You're my brother, man. Love you. Salud. Salud. Nobody.